Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, how do you measure success wow hey, Ooh, hey there he is and welcome <laughs> that intro got my nipples hard 500th episode of <laughs> superhero speak i'm your host dave and john i'm late <laughs> I told you I'd call you in the morning. <laughs> so your baby yes. Nano. Wait, what? JD. We are we are here on our five hundredth episode official five hundred. And of course, we had to bring in some of our friends and compatriots that have helped us throughout the years. And so me. Of course. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say we have our fifth beetle. Fourth Beetle, well, Fifth Beetle. Fourth student is with us, contributor to the website. How are you, sir? Good. <laughs> great, great. Definitely fourth student. Great. Thank you, Shep. Cream television right there. I wasn't going to say stooge, but, you know. And, of course, it would not be a 500th episode without our good friend, Don. How are you? Doing great, sir. Thanks for having me here. This is awesome. <laughs> Thank you for joining and of course, we also have from Colt Forty Five, Random Randis Savage. Hey yo, yo, yo! And I then we're, we're, I think we're doing okay. And then, of course, the one, the only, the wonderful Eight Bit Ray. It's in my contract that they say Yay. that. Just, just throwing that out there. You guys are really lame. This is episode five hundred. Let's get ripped. Let's get going, as the kids say, or or you know, jiggy or whatever. Let's get tight. with it. You guys are Let's talking like it's a goddamn funeral. This isn't really swell. Oh, I thought this was the last episode. That's what they told me. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how this goes. It could be. They, they it's the only way we can get you to show up, right? They we might explode them. Dave's computer with as many guys on it. <laughs> I hope you put a nail in the coffin of this thing. Yeah. I was going to say, this is the last episode. What a way to go. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kassan, five, five. Right away, congratulations oh. on 500. May you oh. know 500 more. Oh, Kassan, Only 500 more. Why would you wish that on us or anybody listening to this? Ka- 500 more, yes! Kassan, it's not John's birthday. No. 500 <laughs> is not the birthday. <laughs> no, no, that, that happened a while ago. So. Yeah, we already celebrated that. 503. <laughs> All right, so let's... Let's see. Let's. Let, how is everyone doing? Kristen, you haven't been on in a while. How are you? What's new in your world? Anything new going on? No, nothing. I'm good. It's great. This coming week is my favorite week of the year when March Madness starts and I get to watch basketball. I know it's not very nerdy. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm super excited. Go Tar Heels! Um, 
Haha, <laughs> they're not in it this year. I'm so happy. I don't, <laughs> I don't keep up on basketball. It's not hockey. I'm 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 oblivious. I yeah. only know about the Tar Heels because That's of the How are you, Ray? <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. There's a question to ask, sir. <laughs> you should be hosting this show. Oh! So the week has been good. The car did not do so well the other day. Uh, software malfunction in my car. Shut the car pretty much down to zero miles an hour. That was a lot of not fun. Remember when you just put the car, the key in the car, and it turned on and it ran until you blew it up? You remember those days? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I those days. Now it's like, oh, the computer says no. You got to stop yeah. watching someone's internet porn in your car, man. <laughs> How do you expect them to make a profit if they have reliable machines? Hey, exactly. They make it unreliable. How many ads did you click on in your year? car? Look, JD, they, would, they wouldn't put Wi-Fi hotspots in your car if you weren't supposed to watch porn on your laptop. I'm sorry. Fair. Fair. That's a new Tesla thing they're going to add later. Flashlights. It's the only way they're going to be sell, able to sell them after what? The car will actually jerk like you The car off. will explode, but at least it will orgasm beforehand. Oh, just well, letting you know. Jerk you off. to do something when it drives itself, you know? Uh, Self-driving cars are going to have some way to occupy our time. And yeah, why not Ray's idea there? <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of people who watch porn in the car, how are you doing, Randy? I'm doing all right. I, I've mastered that, by the way. I used to be real scared about driving while, with one hand. But now I just drive with my feet. Works wow. great. <laughs> Your knees. That is not an image I wanted in my head. I'm just, oh, well, oh it's, my. just it's just my taint and balls, Dave. Oh. That's all you're going to be seeing. That's it. My favorite thing on Twitter is when random Randy Savage follows this person. Randy Randy Savage yeah, follows yeah. this cosplayer. And I'm like, oh, well, let's check this out. All right. You should see his TikToks. <laughs> I can only imagine. Off the rails. <laughs> nah. This, I'm just following this one person this on TikTok. Is, this is knows what I'm talking about. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> Sometimes those girls, even when he follows and I see him, and this one time, this girl, you know, showed her butt and all that, but he also showed the bottom of her feet, and mm-hmm. it had more seasoning than, you know, KFC extra crispy chicken. And there's oh, a market for that, Don. There's a market, yeah. yeah people, are you serious? Wiki, Wiki feet is one of the largest, <laughs> oh most, most visited. Wiki feet is one of the most visited sites on the internet. All right, yep. how do you know well, that? She deleted the tweet. So because I, I, keep, I, subscribe. I keep track because of the internet. sometimes you get lonely. He's going there. All right. So then I'll, I'll, I'll turn it to you. How are you, Mr. Wikifeet? John? <laughs> I'm doing okay. You know, nothing, nothing big, nothing much. Kind of amazed that we're sitting here after 500 episodes of just blathering to microphones. Yeah. You know, kind, kind of kind of interesting to know that it, it started with, with you and me and oh my god ben ben, ben right Even yeah, I you that. me and ben and 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 you just sitting there you know sticking a mic saying hey if we're going to talk about this stuff during work hours why don't we just do it in front of a microphone we're like okay <laughs> and just you know and and then 500 episodes later it's like what the hell happened 10 yeah. years what happened what the hell happened <laughs> a lot more dick this is what happened yeah. <laughs> a lot more dick jokes something something happened to create a lot more dick jokes on this show mm. yes I, about 200 episodes JD. in that would yeah, be accurate. much to my chagrin. Happens. <laughs> Man, well, everybody else is good. Yeah, that's good. Good. It's How about you, Dave? How you doing over there, good. buddy? Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa! Oh, oh. Can't skip over JD because you know Fuck, man. I always skip over JD. <laughs> Damn. Well, every, every episode I'm on. He was, he was late. I was, I'm gonna say. To you be know, fair, I'm always late. So speaking of dick jokes, how are you, JD? <laughs> I'm fine. No problems. 
No, any no wrestling or anything this week. Oh, we, kids, the kids state wrestling tournament was this week. I worked it. I, I made a video. Oh, I got to post that. I made a video for them. I did some video work. I took my son there for the first time, so we got to see that. That was pretty fun. And then I watched a movie today. You did? I did. What? Just what? Was it Superman colon the movie? It was in fact Superman colon the movie because I slept till like fucking I slept till like one o'clock in the afternoon for the first time in seven years today. It oh was glorious. God. It was glorious. Oh, my good. wife is a saint and a wonderful human being for letting me just. I am so jealous. That's yeah. Those are awesome. I hate daylight savings time. I didn't realize it too that it was daylight savings time. I'm like wow, I slept a lot, and then I'm like, oh no, you only lost an hour. I still slept a lot, but not as much as I thought I slept. <laughs> you know, they don't recognize I, daylight savings time in Arizona. Yeah, I, I don't think years. Years. I don't think anyone should anymore. No one's farming I think, anymore. I think we're done in Illinois. I think we're in a cease to wreck because we do daylight savings and daylight spendings, and I'm pretty sure after this year we are no longer going to observe them. I think Indiana's the same uh, way. Yeah. Texas yeah. needs to get off its ass. So you'll be really late. When the clocks change, man, I'll tell you what. If you tell me to be there at seven thirty, I will be there at seven twenty nine and fifty seven seconds until my computer <laughs> won't boot up, and then I'm like, ah, shit! And then I'm hitting the button over and over again, and it finally got it going. So I'm good. I, I created an extended intro for this one. <laughs> I had a hunch. I had a hunch. I knew I had a minute. I locked in. I'm like, oh, good. Dave overdid it this week. I got time. Settled in. Made sure my levels were good. I'm all right. How are you, Johnny Longhair? <laughs> I'm I'm all right. I'm a little upset with that intro because it rendered it, but a lot of the pictures came out grainy. It looked, it looked, it looked, it looked like ass. It, it looked it, like well, ass. it it looked better on on YouTube. I was watching it on oh, YouTube, okay. and it, okay. it looked it, better. It, it looked like it was on a Nokia six one thirty. Yeah, oh, nice. You didn't make Good this on potato. You made it on potato salad. Oh, I would have yeah. said a Commodore sixty four, but you know. Ooh, um, yeah, that would have been an intro. <laughs> yeah, and it's I lost an hour, and and yesterday, for some reason. First off, my girlfriend and I decided to get Indian food, lots of alcohol. Wasn't that last week's episode? I think no. had this like it was at least two before. weeks ago. This becoming a, a trend. It's like and just Dave. yeah, I just like we, we didn't go to bed till late. So like I wake up and I'm looking at the time. I'm like, oh crap! Like it's really late. And then it's like, oh wait, it was daylight saving time. So I'm like, ah, that's why I feel like shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, and I had to rush around and get stuff done for today for this this lovely. I you know what? So I want to say this like putting that together and looking back over five hundred plus episodes yeah, of doing of this. I get it. Wish it would end. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say four hundred too long. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a fun journey. Like you know, it's 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 been a lot of fun. Learned a lot of things. Met a lot of great people, you know. I, I I kept thinking about the the Finger Lakes trip, John, when we went to the, uh, the convention at the Finger Lakes, and it was just, you know, it wasn't what we thought it was going to be, but I think it still turned out to be a good experience. We got a lot of footage or audio out of that before we were doing live. It, there, there, it, it's it's fun when you show up. You're you're told they'll have a table for you for you know, as a podcast. And you show up, and suddenly you're told, "Well, you're the MCs." Yeah. Oh, that and happened. Then you're, and then yeah. yes, and and then I you're told we don't. And then you're told you don't. We don't have hey. any equipment for you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You. We've never <laughs> figured it out. Figure oh, it out. You, Just yell. Yeah. No, this loud. before. This before I came on. I've never heard yeah. you guys tell this. Story. Okay. So so the idea was they said we'd like you to do a panel, maybe host one other one, and like we'll have a table for you, and you can like meet fans and 
you can go around and interview people and stuff. And we get there and they're like, yeah, can you like host all the panels? And and they didn't have any equipment. We had to, we were going out looking for equipment at like Radio Shack and, and so, music stores for chords and everything. But it's I, funny. Well, that's I, a while I, back. I, Radio Shack and music stores. That must have been. <laughs> you got a Sam Goody in, in Finger Lakes, New York. I was about to say, <laughs> not Radio Shack, because Radio Shack <laughs> didn't exist. Even then, we did find a local music store. And we got everything that we needed. So it, it worked. But I will say the, the good thing that came out of it was we were able to hook up a recorder to the PA. And we recorded everything. And then ended up just releasing those as episodes <laughs> for, you know, a little while. Great content. Yeah. And we got, got time off. But yeah. And we got a lot of great interviews out of it. And it was fun, you know, and learned a lot about John on that trip that you know too much <laughs> you know yeah, sure. that. That's fine. <laughs> welcome to superhero spice yeah <laughs> deep in the finger lakes we were finger leg getting good <laughs> don't pretend like you didn't watch the scrambled spice channel when you were a kid i had the actual <laughs> spice channel oh, and John actually, was actually, funny 30. enough the spice channel is how i learned about sex yeah. my parents didn't give me the birds and the bees i just learned it from porn that's a horrible way to that, learn about that, it. That explains so much. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I not getting as many callbacks? I'm, I keep showing up with pizza. Why don't I? <laughs> well, <laughs> the insight. <laughs> when does the music start playing? <laughs> well, porn is good for mechanics, not so much approach. And that's where you have to kind of, you know, draw the line there. There are notes that can be taken, but not... You know, like a good salad bar, you take what you want and you leave the rest. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Like Same DC way I approach continuity. DC con- continuity. <laughs> show. So hey. a DC approach is continuity. <laughs> that is. Yes. That makes sense. I like missionary, but not the spitting. Okay. I got we'll take what's good and what's not. All, All right. right. We're off the road. <laughs> so so not how, the how's that any difference? Just maybe three fingers. Gotcha. Okay. So so I'm kind of curious. I mean, I'm not everyone's going to have something to, to add to this, but if you do, over the last 500 episodes, does anyone here have a favorite moment? Oh, I thought we were still talking about porn. Yes. Kobe Ty. Kobe Ty was my favorite porn star from 1992 to <laughs> 1999 when she retired in 2000 to have a baby, beautiful big, baby boy. I was a big Jewel Denial fan. In the oh, nice! Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. My favorite—I got an answer for this. Yeah, my favorite was when we had a guest on who we immediately became—I immediately became confrontational with because he just kept talking about how great he was, and nobody knew who, what the heck he was from. His name was Bobby something, and I cannot remember his last oh, name. Oh, I remember that one. Uh-huh. Perfect that you can't remember his last name. Oh, because he was like this dude. Oh, D just went out and outed them all together. Yes, that was the most awkward interview I've ever been a part of. And like, he totally felt that I was not jiving with him and got real confrontational on the air. It ruled. Like, that was yeah. one of my, that was probably my favorite moment on this show because it was it, a super awkward conversation that he, just got worse as he it went had along. a very high opinion of himself that really wasn't deserved. And it's funny because I was trying to, like, obviously. I wanted to try to include as many pieces of artwork as I could, but I concentrated on the guests. But his, I skipped over. Like I didn't even put it in the intro because it was like it was bad. It was real bad, but it was also real funny. Because yeah. like 
he was feeling that it was real bad, and then he got like mad at halfway through. It was if you could find that one, Dave, and post some of those to go along with this eventually, that would be great. <laughs> I think that was one of the the moments too. I realized like, yeah, I he JD's a great addition to this podcast. Oh, thank like, you. You're like, I'm not putting up with anyone's shit. Like, he's a teeth on this podcast. Because <laughs> this dude, well, that dude was like, I could say, like, I know when I'm being bullshit. And you could tell him like one of two ways. You can let the guy bullshit, or you could just call him out on his bullshit. And it makes for a much better interview when you do that. And our friend, Mr. Del Rio, was not pleased no. with that move. But I think it made for a better show. Because this show, we talk, we joke about going off the rails, but that was the first, like, I don't know, six, seven minutes was just god awful audio. With that, yeah, we don't like, joke about going off the rails. We go off the rails. Yeah, but it's fun. It's fun when it's off the rails. This was off the rails and just like awkward, freaking boring. It was awkward and boring. Yeah, like and then it got interesting. <laughs> so that was probably four years ago, something like that. I want to say. I want to say it was in yeah pre-pandemic times. Yeah. yeah, and it was one of the first interviews you were on for too. I think. Yeah, not a great not first, first impression. <laughs> Uh, yeah. up and like, well, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much what happened. Yeah, that was fun. I have a favorite moment. Ray? Yeah, the first time that I was ever on this show, it was me versus Don in an X-Men knowledge battle. Yes, Ooh. I remember that. And this is Ooh. when Dave and John... And, the Hickman and, debate. And, yeah, and JD and just everybody just kind of sat back and just let me and Don go to fisticuffs for an hour arguing X-Men. Uh-huh. And uh, I thought that it was a really good conversation. Yeah. And it was fun. And it was fun to just sit and watch you two go at it. So <laughs> we kind of we probably could have went longer, but you know, Joey yeah. probably would have yelled at us. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, that truly was a, a great discussion. And what's you know even better is that in the end, you know, I think I did good in the debate, but uh, I didn't. I won. Well <laughs> <laughs> reality unfortunately made him correct. You know, as Hickman promptly kind of like didn't give a fuck anymore in that. Yeah. I warned you. I'm a prophet. With the shit. You know, after blowing up a universe, you know. Anyway, we'll, I won't go into it again. So, yeah. You're a prophet by always being negative. That's the next episode of Omega Level. Pretty Nerd. much. There. He's like, fuck Big Hickman. Round two, bitch. Rocky two. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I am on there next week, Don. I am on your show next week talking about Mandalorian sure. again. So yes. if we're going to have an X-Men off, you know, we might as well just sneak it in there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll do it on your turf, bud. You got that cheap. Love it. Yeah. I got some favorite <laughs> some favorite memories from this thing. Okay. That right. we do. It's gotta be a little uh, Meeting Michelle Nichols. Yeah. We we and, and the story behind that was we, we, we missed getting a interview with her by like five minutes. And the reason was that the people running the running convention. the convention that we're at had put this seventy eight year old woman who had been through a stroke, they put her right behind the soundstage. Yeah. And, and she, like, she couldn't hear us. Like we, we, I was talking to her and she could barely hear me. And we figured we'd wait until and, they finished in the soundstage. And by the time we came back, she was too tired because she's old and she left. And then and the, she, the best part about that. Well, best part, the, the, about her was she was apologetic to us because she's like, I'd love yeah. to do the interview, but I can't because I can't hear anything. It was so loud. It was ridiculous. Amazing. She's so kind and nice and like, you know, just it was it, it would have been great if I could have gotten an interview with her. Like the person that I did get an interview with who was like that was David Braley, who, who plays Filch in the 
Harry Potter in the movie. Harry Potter movies, and he also plays was it the first Doctor in Doctor Who, or he has been playing the first Doctor for a while now since the William Hartnell passed away a long time ago. So they needed another character actor, and he is like everybody's favorite, you know, kind old grandfather. He was like one of the nicest. Just like you just wanted to give him a hug. He was just so so cool. Right. And you know, well, you're not allowed to talk to the guests anymore. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. A lot of um, conventions you can't. A, a lot of these people, like you had to, yeah, you had to sneak around security and and then hope to God that none of their their agents were around to to stave you off. Yep. We talked to Brian Cranston. That was another one. He was. Yes. We we were on a panel with him, or, or we we. We watched, we were invited. To we attended a panel with him. Yeah. And then we, we had a round table with him. He is one of the funniest people I've ever seen. Yeah. He's just hysterical in, in, in person. Yeah, I got to interview um, him for a video job once. He's a real cool dude. Hmm. Yeah. Another one, Marita Sirtis, who played Deanna Troy. Oh. Uh, I re, I re, we've got her interview. If you listen to it, you will hear me say something about. Do you, I forget exactly what I said. I should have gone back and listened to it. But it's like, it's like, it's like, do you, do you know that, like, there's some people that, you know, get mad at you for, for saying such and such? And she just went off for a half yes. an hour just just yelling about, oh, that's, you know, those people you should never listen to and they're horrible. And it's like, that's like the bulk of the interview. <laughs> and, 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 and I learned I learned only a few minutes after I finished that interview that when you go and interview Marina Sirtis, you bring the best damn chocolate you can find from around the place. And, and that guarantees you an interview and a good one at that. Don't and give then, away our secrets on air. I, I, well, <laughs> that's kind of a well-known secret. The, the only, the only other one that comes to mind, like right off the top of my head is like Mira Furlan, who was in Babylon five, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know much about her except from Babylon five. And she's the reason why I do some research now, because when I walked up to her, I said, so, you know, uh, why don't you tell me about Babylon 5? I was like, I've done other stuff than Babylon 5. I'm like, oh, what else have you done? And she looked at me and said, this is on the interview uh, too. I think yeah. she said, well, you should know that because that's your job. Right. And I'm like, okay, game on. Getting- <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you know, I played it as cool as I could. And I, I got some stuff out of her and she was really nice. So, and she passed away two years ago. Yes. You guys also did Kevin Conroy, right? Yep. Oh yeah, a couple of we met him a few times, didn't we? Yeah, he, he was on the so, show twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was he was a class act all the way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I that's, anybody, uh, anybody oh, else? Well, uh, well. Fa- the, I, I've interviewed Ricky Lakote twice. Was it twice? She's she's one of the bigger cosplayers, but she'll talk to me anytime because she tames squirrels. As a side note, <laughs> she, she literally, there's so much she, innuendo in that. But my last five sentences, I, I just can't control. No, myself. no, she re, she, re, <laughs> she rehabilitates squirrels mouth on, mouth. on the side, like, and, and it's really cool. She and I've got squirrels, squirrels and I'm, I've been taming, so it's like kind of fun. Really? Hmm. Shut so up, John, <laughs> JD. That's, JD that's, will make that's, anything that's dirty. That's terrifying oh, to me because I'm petrified of squirrels. Rodents are terrifying in and themselves. If, uh, do you yeah, ever wonder why you don't see a squirrel at night? Because they're busy sharpening their pickaxes? I don't know. No, because they go to hell for orders. All right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The apparently really wants us to watch Picard. Yeah, yeah. apparently he's doing a whole... He's doing his own podcast down there. Really good. I was not expecting the studio where how shitty their writing has been. I like that lie. It's been shitty wow. since season one. That's why I gave up three episodes in. I'm like, this is garbage. 
Yeah. Paramount is still the only streaming service I don't have. I was, Star Trek I, was I was ex- I was expecting the next next generation, and all I got was a senior living home in space. Uh, no <laughs> thanks. You had to wait Picard, three seasons. Picard old. Yeah, old. yeah, he is old man Picard. But you know what? He needs a paycheck, and you know what? You know he's not going to be back as Professor X most likely. No, so you know he's too old for that shit. God, I hope not. So <laughs> I have no memory of old bones shows. in here. <laughs> I got nothing. Nothing? All right. I got nothing. Yeah, I guess I'll say that, like, if you had told me 10 years ago we would get to 500 episodes, and I would be like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. If they had told you we would have gotten to 10 episodes 10 years ago, you we would have been like, yeah, sure, right. <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember when we started, I was so nervous talking in, into a microphone, like talking yeah. in front of people. Now it's like... Eh, you know, I got my liquid fact, courage. I got some tea. I'm all good. Yeah, let's whatever. It doesn't matter to me anymore. Yeah, obviously. I mean, and 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 we did the first the first few. Well, first I don't know a couple dozen at work in a meeting room yeah. where people could walk by and look in and see what we were doing. Yeah, after work they were they were actually asking us, well, what what do you guys do? Ooh, What's the, the conference clock? about? Hmm? Were you on the clock? No, we no. Were, it, was, it was kind of the end of the oh. day. Yeah, getting paid for it. I like it. That's well, not a no. <laughs> yeah, getting paid for it. Yeah, that's the only time we've ever gotten. It's like every time you shit at work, you're like, yeah, I'm getting yeah. Paid for this. this is great. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. Congratulations on 500. Who's this? Random Randy Savage. <laughs> what the? There's no such thing as a PC. There's a. Wow, that is close to Randy. Now there is no such thing as a trekker or a wars whore or anything like that anymore. It's all one thing. You're a geek. It's all bottled together now. Yeah. There's no lines anymore. They're all blue. And, and, and if there are lines, then they're a purist gatekeeper like, you know, some people on this show. <laughs> hey! But, oh, not me. So anyway, I was going to say... <laughs> I are you, narcissist? Though, I'm the narcissist. <laughs> That's right. I was going to say, along the lines of, like, John being nervous and having, doing it in front of people. Wait, what? Like, <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Usually it doesn't to, go together. We're back to wow. again. You got an OnlyFans, John? Um, <laughs> who doesn't I have think... an OnlyFans at this point? I, uh, I was going to say men, but I've actually I actually subscribed to one of them one time, and I was like, "Good for you, dude. Good for you." <laughs> I could do an old an OnlyFans by and show how to do coding and make more money than I make now. Wow. That's anyway, anyway there's not a, up there. That's actually not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. idea. That's what it was supposed to be, and it ended up being not that. Then it wound up being (laughs) porn. Dave is up at the top of the screen just thinking, how the hell did we make it to 500? Yes! (laughs) Yes! With these monkeys. (laughs) What I was going to say is that, like, I know for me, and I do think, John, too, like, we've grown a lot. Like, being able to, like, talk to people and getting out of our shells. I mean, doing the show live quite a few times in front of audiences at, at conventions and at what you call it, the, the Philly Pod Fest, you know, and like just going up to people that we admire at conventions like, hey, would you talk to us? You know, like just like to me, that's the best part of the journey. It's just like we both have grown. I, I'll never forget like, the John hadn't been to conventions for years and we got him to go to the great Philly comic con. Oh, that was, no, no, you gotta, you gotta preface that with, I had just gotten a divorce. And the reason why I hadn't gone to conventions was because my ex kept us poor and didn't like that side of my life. Yeah. So, so I, I walked in there like a kid in a freaking candy store with Willy Wonka offering me the whole thing. 
I like I I skipped through the 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 Philly convention, you know, for like two days. John. Just skipped the whole way. John, was there somebody cosplaying as Willy Wonka and offered you candy? Yeah. <laughs> Have these little candies. <laughs> Follow the was... trail to the bathroom stall. Try it not was... to lick the walls. <laughs> but I was just gonna say, it's seeing... great advice for a bathroom, actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, and, and anyone who's a fan of the show is not gonna believe what I'm about to say. But seeing John become more well-rounded and a happier person since we've started this makes me happy. Holy so, shit, yeah, I'm working on going the other direction yeah. again. You know, no, this is the best what, John we've had. One one bad date at a time. I'm I'm, I'm back slowly Wait, getting this back. This is there. happy, John. This is happy. Oh yeah. Oh shit. My 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 ex was pretty Jeez. bad. Let's put it that way. It was it was a darker universe down there. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I had the I had the goatee. You know, it was, it was the dark. I'm universe. imagining Bully McGuire with like the hair and the dark. <laughs> yes. Eyes. I was too. I was so thinking of that, like either that oh or Red God. Death. Just there like was seventy music. You know. <laughs> to, Dave's, to Dave's point about how good you guys got at doing interviews, I've done a bunch of podcast interviews, but like one of my first was with you guys, right? Do promoting the writing BS stuff, and we had such a good conversation, right? That I felt immediately at home with you guys, and I'm like, this was great. And I've I've had a lot of like interviews over the years, but never one where I felt like so at home right from jump and that's why when you were looking for someone to replace ben oh, i never met ben to be honest with you he was he did not he was not on the episode that i was right. <clears throat> i was like i i kind of want to do this i could do this with these guys like and you got lifelong friendships out of it like you guys before i before before long before me were really really good at making people feel comfortable and making you know, it's because when you're like, I picked on that Bobby Del Rio guy earlier for just, you know, kind of want to come on and push his shit and move along. It's very difficult to yeah. for both sides of the conversation to get a real conversation, you know, back and forth going. Yeah. And I think that's something you two excel at is just really making people feel at home and then getting them to open up. I, I will say that. And it's not to disparage Ben at all, but he he wasn't comfortable with. That's why a lot of the interview episodes he would skip out because he just wasn't comfortable with it. And, and uh, you know, everyone has their strengths. But, you know, I learned early on because, like, I had known J.G. Jones for years. And he was one of our first guests on the show. And it was like, I would ask him a question. He'd be like, like, you know, tell me about this. And he would say, like, a five-word answer. And I'm like, okay. So it was like pulling teeth until, like, towards the end it becomes more conversational. And I realized, like, yeah, it's got to be a conversation. So, like, realize that early on in the doing this. That's something I think a lot of people don't realize is, like, the best interviews, you don't go in with, like, a list of questions. Because then you're always thinking exactly. about what's the next question I got to ask. Or I got to make sure I hit this beat so I don't sound stupid. Right. You got to steer the conversation that way. Yeah. yeah. You got to let it evolve over time. Like, you got to be like, hey, you know, so you let, you know, you did this. You know, well, let's, what about that? And then you just let it build off. And I think that's what makes, honestly, especially in this medium in general, that's what makes the most interesting podcasts. Are you just let you just let people talk about what they want to do and what they yeah. what they're into, what, the, what they're than, interested in? Yeah, yeah. Rather than just having them push like this thing, I'm doing this thing, right? And I learned how to get more comfortable doing that, just you know, from you guys, and just you know, learning how to kind of be a little bit more comfortable in your own skin in the microphone because it takes time to feel that process out like from from both sides of the coin you know yeah and it's something that i think you guys are really really good at because even those first few interviews i kind of like would sit back because i just was letting you guys do your thing because you had a good flow 
right? And it was still very apparent. Thank you, Classy. Well, it, yeah, I, it, I, I found that like in in the beginning, it's I, I always figured because you, you watch all these interviews other people do, and it's like, and it's shows where you know they've only their show is only going to be fifteen minutes. They have they have to account for every minute of right. exactly they're going to do. They're going in with certain questions and. You get the the interviews where it flows. It, it doesn't flow because it's like ask question, listen to answer, ask question, listen. But there's no connecting tissue between mm-hmm, that. Right. It's not a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, and you get a lot more out of people when you talk to them and want to hear what they care about rather than are trying to steer them into what you and, want to hear. And the thing is, like, I have a list of go to questions, but that's just for when, like, I feel the conversation is starting to die. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But like, it, yeah, most. Most of the times, it's just have a conversation. Well, it's good to do the research because you want to know who you're talking to. Like John was saying, yeah. like I need to start doing research on people so that you because know, you never know, especially when you get these people that do these conventions and they get asked the same questions every over time. and over and over again. Right. That and is they, one of the biggest problems. Yeah, yeah, and they get like poopy about it. So it's good to know going in to have some idea of how to direct the conversation, but you don't need to be married to right, mm-hmm. right. So Dave, how do you measure success? Yeah. <laughs> Tape measure with with a ruler. I said that joke last week, and I can't believe it took me five years to think of it. <laughs> you're not the first. You're not the first person that said that, though. And I honesty. just said it. Yeah. All right. So speaking of, you, we had some Star Trek conversation going on in the comments. Speaking of Star, are you guys all caught up on the Mandalorian? Yeah, just pissed off all the nerds. <laughs> yes. JD quit. <laughs> oh my God, He's JD, like, nope. it's not that bad. Nice. Nope. I don't do baby Grogu. Bye-bye. He's so bad. <laughs> it's baby Yoda. Or is that your way of JD saying, like, no, you haven't watched it yet? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I do believe that is his commentary on that. I guess oh he's my done. God. Oh, my God. That's all it took after 500 episodes to break JD. <laughs> Ask him to watch a show he likes. <laughs> I don't take orders very well. No. It's... There's so not contrary. A... All right, all right. Well, well, you can you can mute your speakers for a second, JD. And I want to ask Don what he thought of the latest episode because I know well, you are excited as all heck for where you think this is going. Well, if you want to know <laughs> yes. how that episode goes, you can check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast over, and you can check it out also on Podbean. Apple Podcast apps, all that, and Brady yeah, Gandhi. He is not lying to you you can but yeah dave i'm loving it i absolutely love what we're experiencing because i love the mandalorian well i love star wars lore in general but mandalorian shit is just really cool and the fact that we're diving into this that it's not the baby yoda show i just i can't wait it's such an intriguing place that i think we're going to go with these shows who's going to be mandalore will it be Din Djarin. Will it be Boba Fett? Will it be Bo-Katan? Will it be Grogu? Yeah, That's we, fan, we fan booked the shit out of it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, we went hard. Could it be? <laughs> That's a, I thought about that watching this episode. Could it be Grogu? Like, that would be weird, but yeah. He reached um, for the dark saber when Moff Gideon was waving it in front of him. It's definitely the dark saber's not Din Djarin's because he can't wield it for shit. It's, yeah, a, I'm it's seeing, a placeholder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bo Katan can can wield it pretty damn well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah she sure can. around. Oh yeah. Well, she's royalty. She's part of the royal family. So right. Yeah. But of course, Din Djarin may get the mythosaur, and the mythosaur 
Don't give it away. Saber, Don't give it away, yeah, Don. You know, I'll leave it at that. I love it. I I'm giving away too it. much bacon. You're right. Wow. We have a code Godzilla here. So what you're telling us is that you don't want to talk about it because you want people to watch your show, right? No, no, no. There you no, go. No. I'm here all day. But the show's already out. No, no, no. We're good. I'm sure I'll say different shit than I said that. No, I'm not worried. <laughs> Ray's more worried about that than me. Yeah, that's my opinion. That's my theory. Yeah. But so... I still love how episodic the show is. Like, I love how they set up this quest in the first episode. You're like, oh, how long is this going to take? And then immediately, bam, second episode. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna go to Mandalore. Oh my God! Yeah. It's gonna be right. six, six stops between us and Mandalore. Nope. I mean, did, it felt there. like Let's the first it episode. Done. It felt like they were setting up like, oh, we're gonna take a long time because he's got to get IG Eleven back together, and it's gonna be a, like three or four episodes before we get to Mandalore. And I it was feel like, like nope. episode one and two were originally supposed to be the first episode. Did anybody yeah. feel that way? And then they kind of made a cut yeah, like halfway yeah they through. could have really been like an hour premiere episode absolutely i, I felt yeah. that way because that but first I, one was only like 40 minutes yeah but weren't they both 40 minutes um, like 80 minutes long that's like a really long, that's a whole movie yeah it's not almost, almost, back in 1970 <laughs> but like i'm here for it well they're, they're only gonna have eight episodes though so i mean yeah I mean, a lot of people said that this episode was dark Kind of like uh, the last episode of, or the the big fight at the end of Game of Thrones, how it was really dark and you couldn't see anything. I watched the episode and I could see everything perfectly. I don't know what these people are talking about. Yeah, I mean, it was I, a little bit dark in the water. Yeah, I was gonna say it was a little dark, it's but it wasn't like cave, Don. I mean, I didn't. See. <laughs> it wasn't. It I wasn't can't like... see what they're doing inside of the cave of wonders. No. Have you ever seen how these animals like watch TV though? They like have all the lights on in their house and they're on their phone and they've got like windows open. It's like, no, you can't like, everything you want a down. Dark movie? Go yep. watch the yeah. yep. There you go. There you go. Inside a cave, Wait. there's darkness right there. It wasn't like in what was that, Dune? That night battle scene? Like there I couldn't see half of what was going on in that. But like the last episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah the, the big battle. Yeah. The big battle. That you couldn't yeah, see was... shit. I was very disappointed in them. I was like, "Bro, I turned my doing? I turned my brightness all the way up and everything, and I still couldn't see shit." Yeah. yeah. So they didn't, they didn't want to pay to CGI all the zombies, so they just made it super. Well, they, should have, they should have just had the Marvel guys come over and overwork them. They should have had Jordan yeah. Peele show up and show them how to do a nighttime scene. There yeah. it is. <laughs> there you go. Good, good point. Yeah. JD, we're talking Jordan Peele. JD, <laughs> doing yeah, nope. He... <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Is it time for him to come back in? Is it time for JD to come back? How do we get his attention? I got to send him a private chat here. Mm. Wait, yeah, that doesn't a... sound right. Yeah, <laughs> got to slip freezing, into his DM. Freezing. Hang on. Let's all moon the screen. So I, mean, I guess while we wait for him or whatever, though, I got to tell you, I'm very disappointed as a Star Wars fan that, like, to me, this show, uh, Bad Batch, that is also <laughs> on... Like to hear I, everybody just kind of like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, it's fucking awesome. What are you talking about? Like, I think oh, it's good. Bad yeah. batch. That no, bad I, batch is just, good. Yeah. All yeah. of it in general, just Mandalorian, bad batch, just all of it. Yeah, they haven't awesome. had a misstep so far, as far as I can tell. The dissenting voices are always the loudest. You just have just to just their marketing, John. It's all just it their is. Marketing and Disney Plus shows have really been lacking in the marketing department. Like, I didn't even know, like, Don yeah. invited me. He's like, you want to come talk to Mandalorian? I'm like, it's not out yet. Oh, uh, the episode's up right now. Like, oh, oh, oh well, shit. Like, they failed in their yeah. marketing. 
Well, well they have TV one picture more. on yeah. their website. So I was like, yeah. oh, on the main screen. So if you're not watching Disney Plus, you don't know. Not one Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, nothing. Right? I didn't even know yeah. it was coming out. Does any of that stuff work? It yeah. works on me. Disney would know better than us. Yeah. <laughs> how to drive people, I would assume. That's fair. They don't know how to drive JD to it, though. Well, <laughs> so he just he knows. because he wanted to. Speaking Put it in of- a Stephen King novel. I'm sure he'll show up. <laughs> it take me 30 years to get to it yes yep. speaking of consenting voices let's do a little bit of social media back here but we're gonna start with a live comment here from our good friend kasan one of our favorite contributors on social media i love the macro discussion what do you guys want to improve over the next 500 episodes any new changes to the overreaching direction of the platform? Well, well we just changed. Well, we just changed actually. Like we just started doing the live stream. That's pretty yeah. much in, like its infancy still for us because we used to just do this whenever, and the three of us just whenever we get together and record and release on Wednesdays. Now we've got a little bit more, you know, structure and like okay, we have to do it this time, which is the biggest mm-hmm. challenge for me. But I mean, like I think that um, I think we could get better at the live stream elements. I think we're adjusting because like we're we're getting better at like playing with the live comments we're getting better at i think i think dave would agree with this like doing a live show is just different than oh, the reported show oh, yes. yeah you know? very different and we're what not streamers super <laughs> chats well not all of them. i keep saying we got to figure out how to do super chats so we can make money we haven't yeah, figured that out yet you have to have a subscribers i think in order oh. to get super chats to even be eligible <laughs> do we have that for fight game i don't even know hold on a second i need to learn this mm-hmm. it's a thousand mm-hmm. Is it? I don't think you know these things. What do we have, Dave? What? How many subscribers do we have on YouTube? Currently, we have 188 oh, subscribers we gotta, on YouTube. We need to drive that up. So, so what I'm going to Shut say that if you are watching right now, please hit that subscribe button down below. So we can get it over my face. Nicely done. Bring it back. I want it over my face. <laughs> <laughs> do you now? Now it's on Ray's shoulder. Yeah. Thro- it's throbbing over Ray's shoulder, actually. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just need two two of those recording buttons that you just hit when you want to hear it. And one will be the Wilhelm scream, and the other one will be Archer yelling phrasing. JD, JD, if you keep talking like that, I'm gonna urge you to write a smut book. I don't have it in me. I just that's no. what she said. See, you do have it in you. Oh, oh, oh. oh. a lot of money in those, but there's a tons of money in those. And I said in a in a furor one day, like I'm just gonna write erotica. And my wife goes, You can't do that. <laughs> and I went, Oh, okay. I'll show you. You're right. I'll go cower in my corner now. Yeah, you're take it. I'll accept it. John, I think you'll agree with Classy here. I don't know. Uh-huh. Fifteen oh. minute anime talk. All right, no. I'll, I'll start it <laughs> I'll give you at least sixty seconds. That's what she said. I'm now, go uh, so Attack on Titans last episode for the next six oh, months just aired, and uh, okay, so I didn't cry at the birth of my children. I didn't <laughs> cry at my Jeez. wedding, but seeing Hanji go and die like a fucking boss, it, it, tears, man, tears, grown ass man, tears down my face. She didn't deserve it. She, didn't, I'm getting choked up thinking about it. But it's but it's funny because you know I just you don't get emotional. Attack. I don't get emotional about very many things. Attack, yeah. attack, 
Attack on Titan's end is what Game of Thrones end should have been like. Amen. Fair enough. I don't even know what the end is, but I know that. It but now, been because I screwed up, because I I stumbled into Attack on Titan TikTok, so now I have to relive Hanji dying over and over and over, and it's killing me. I was saddened when Flash died. Flash. He was the real Flash. Oh, Flash. He was the real MVP. Flash. Me too. I was saddened when Flash died. Flash. <laughs> Flash. 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 All right, all right. Too many people are dying in all the shows that I like. My Hero Academia, people die. People are dying, Randy. Get caught up. They're dying while you're not caught up. I'm waiting until they dub it out. And then I want to catch and up. Then, uh, dubbing? I you watch dubbing? Yeah. No, Don't judge me, out. you judgy judger. But that's a gate I'm standing right in front of. All right, Somebody's got to keep it. I know. Oh, excuse the hell out of me when I want to just want to enjoy, not have to read so much. <laughs> I only have one tweet that I included. I thought I included a couple more, but we had talked about the live action How to Train Your Dragon, and we got our good friend Marcellus Reagans from the So Wizard podcast said the DreamWorks movies have some incredible storytelling, and most people won't bother with simply because it's animated. A live action version could deliver a real solid cinematic experience. Guilty as charged. He's 100% right. I had, John was pushing this for years about watching How to Train Your Dragon. And I was like, eh, I, don't, I don't know. And I'm not, and I'm not, like, you know, animation against it. And I just figured, ah, I, you know, eh. And then my kid saw it and fell in love with it. And I watched it a hundred times and it gets better every single time. Like, it's an excellent movie. And he's right. They might be able to reach more people with. A live action version. I don't know if you can capture the heart the same way the yeah. animation does, but the story is so damn good. So I'm not opposed. They're to only it. interested in your wallets anyway. I think that I've cried heart. to more animation things than I have real life movies, like real life actors. I cried when Optimus yeah. Prime died. Toy <laughs> Story. Yeah. 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 All right, I cried in Toy Story. Yeah, okay, fair. Guilty. I cried in Toy Story, baby. I did too. <laughs> I did. Toy Story three. I cried. I was about to kill them all. Yeah, I was. I, I almost it. cried. At Free Willy. <laughs> With the whale? Why? I don't fucking know. I don't know. The Michael Jackson home? song, all of it. I don't know, man. I don't care. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness. I'm sorry. I, I still don't think that they can do... They, there's there's too many things running against it. I, it will be a miracle if, if How to Train well, Dragon comes out as live action and it's a little gives you the same heart that it has. Yeah. Then you're, you're on a show that's basically about... The whole premise of the show is adapting is comic it? books into yeah. other media, and then you <laughs> don't want them to adapt this animated film. John hates everything. I don't give a shit. I hate <laughs> it. Show is John hates everything. We could call that. But yeah, there's, no. there's a That's there's a John difference. <laughs> there's the difference between taking a concept of a hero like you know Captain America, where there's there's you know thousands of years worth of continuity that they've got or whatever, and 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 just telling another story about him. This is the disnifying of it. It's taking something and then making an exact copy of it as a maybe. live action show. Yeah, maybe yeah, if, if we're on. lucky, it'll be a it'll a exact John. copy because the ones that they haven't made exact copies of, like Mulan, they they just butchered. But here's the thing: you're saying you know disnifying, but this is DreamWorks. It's a different studio. I so. I, I, I know. I and, so and they, I mean, and that I get what gives you're you a little bit a of hope, of, I guess. But oh, maybe a lot of the live is. action it's ones do, really do fall okay. flat. But I do think, since it's DreamWorks, that maybe 
you know, we'll get something different. Mm, yeah. how would they make Maybe it's just to hold on to a copyright. That might be it, too. Well, uh, Why do you think we got Fantastic Four movies? Well, that's right? the reason why we got Fantastic Mulan Four, and, like, Aladdin I, and Cinderella live actions, like, back yeah. to back to back to back. Because all of those were about to fall into copyright. But the dragons the in the domain. animated version are kind of cute. And if we're doing live action dragons, are they going to have cute live Real action dragons? dragons? Yeah. Well, the first in the first part of it, it's a dangerous monster. We don't know what it looks like yeah. until we see it. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, why not? And then you see Toothless, and you're like, oh, he's adorable. Oh, then yeah. it's like a puppy. He's he is a like puppy. puppy. So, so gonna... I got a, I got an anime thing actually for you guys. I got on. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Let's let's do Classy's comment real quick. Oh, yeah. I yeah. cried when Narado finally. Narado. Narado. Narado yeah. finally. Narado. It's Naruto. Come on. Had a wife, kids, and becoming the. Say it. Say it. Hokage. Try. No. He was. I know. I don't want to spend a half an hour. He was out acting and an orphan since birth, but now everyone loves him. So I mean I I don't watch the show I have no idea so I that would be, be five dollars when they dicked over <laughs> so when this... it comes to Naruto I cried when they dicked over Madara by making him like the coolest villain that you could ever make for an anime only for some alien chick to like destroy him and all of a sudden she's the best she like she she final fantasied into the story and what that means is you go on this whole story and all of a sudden. The protagonist changes, and you're fighting a giant alien monster. That's what happened in the Naruto story, and that's what made me cry. I'm sorry you hit a nerve there with Naruto. Um, All right, so what's your about that. what's your anime thing, JD? So my buddy Josiah, who's actually watched the show and kind of commented on some things, he's a good friend. He told me that I would like something called Persona Four, and oh my he God. sent me a video because then it's like he said, "This is right," because he read one of my books, and he goes, "This is your alley." And I'm like, oh, you know me in anime, man. He's like, trust me. I'm like, okay. So I'm going to bring this up to the council. And Guilty. Guilty. Because it's Superman. Because we're doing Superman. We got these heads floating around the dark in space. I figure it works. Persona 4, yay, nay. Do I? Is this something I should? Because it's... You're I talking up the, about the, the anime, JD? Yes, I am talking about that. I, rem- a, I remember that I liked the anime from what I watched. I remember that I did like what I watched. So, yeah, I'm... I'm it was John? okay. It's, it, I'm not it, the biggest okay. Persona guy. Okay. It's, it's based on a role playing game. It, I, it was okay. It's okay. Uh, I don't. I don't know how they think that that's like right up your alley. I, I don't, don't know. Know I what was, the catch is. So it's, it was recommended to me. So I don't know. I know nothing of why he he explained it, and I was kind of like I was reading. I'm like, oh, sounds interesting. But I don't remember what he said in retrospect. So there's a lot said, of animes that have that same premise, though. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of. I, I don't know. I would say Odd Taxi would be something interesting to you. Okay. Is this something so I should... just turned into a recommendation to another anime? Like I, it didn't sound too. Well, crazy it just came up. It just it just came yeah. up. So I'm like, you know what? I'm I've got the people here mm-hmm. who know these things. I should ask. The anime yeah. that got me into anime was Panty and Stocking. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> yeah. Even with the ending on that? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Was I've never heard nuts. of got you into anime. That was insane. <laughs> is what it was and it was an insane show altogether. So It's like, it's yeah. not it's not what you got Okay, it's kind of what you it's guys exactly think. what you think it is. <laughs> and you, knowing my personality, just guess what you think it could be. I, I know where we're going with this. So yeah, go right, ahead. So, so Jennifer <laughs> Howard said I would say no to Persona 4. Okay. Um, that's yeah. that's okay. no. All I know is that the Persona 5 games my son loves. Like absolutely loves them. I mean, they got a storyline and everything. I it's it, it's 
there are worse translations from him to I've never seen any yes! anime. Go see Death Note, JD. It's one freaking season. It's 36, 37 episodes. Please just go watch that. It's I some of the best storytelling ever in an anime. We can't get him to watch Mandalorian. So I like Mandalorian. I have... I've never Not watched fast it. enough for me. Sorry. I've never watched a single anime ever. High watch, School of the Dead, though. Dead. Watch that. Yeah. Titties. JD. JD. Uh, Death Note is available on like all streaming services, free, paid for, everything. It's everywhere. Death I Note is one of the best animes. I mean, the first season is one of the best out there. And it is, it's a mind game. It's like it, watching yep. Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty going at Go each back other, and forth. but with yeah, supernatural cool. causes. It's but you could just watch Sherlock on BBC, and it would be which much I, better. Which and, I and love. Here's I love the Sherlock selling point, JD. He, yeah, but, yep. JD, he but writes But the bad the guy's nothing like Moriarty, <laughs> So he writes the No, it, it isn't, but... And they die. Oh. And he's like a murderer, like a mass murderer. And then you have a detective trying to track him down. And hijinks and soon, and it's a back and forth. Hijinks, it is bodies hijinks. dropping everywhere. Hijinks, hijinks. That is very JD. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm a little bombarded right now. I'm gonna, You're like, how about I'm this anime? I wanted something oh, like I got funny. I got ten others. I was like, hey, no. what do you guys think about this? I got <laughs> no, no, six different animes. Okay. This is like what I did. This is like what all my... anime fans are anyway. No, no. Like... You know, this, is, this is like what yeah. I. No, no, family. my anime is right? the best. And I walk in, and they're like, "Are you hungry?" I go, "No, no." I'm like, "No, you're hungry. Here, you're have hungry. some of this." And then I gain six. We got some gabagool. Thanks for this. That's real. That's not, you know, as an Italian, I can, gen- I can stereotype and generalize my people. That is true. You cannot leave an Italian's house without gaining at least 15 pounds. I mean, that's what I've heard. That's all right. True. Oh, you know what? That is re- all the I res- social media. I respect <laughs> Khan for trying to steer us back into what the show is supposed to be. Hey, you know what? But, he got, to the, you. but he got the 15 minutes of anime talk. There it yes, is. Yes, he did. It's true. Checkpoint cleared. That's versatility. And I was trying to keep it Achievement short. Achievement unlocked. And the we just kind of walked over like social media madness. <laughs> so let's go into commercial break. No. Well, no, no. First, if you want to know how you can follow us and be part of social media madness, That's not here good. is Don's favorite promo ever. Yeah. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of social media madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there... You can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Oh, thanks for that, Don. And while you're here, oh, is it over yet? Why I mean, people where they can find the Omega Level Nerds podcast. 
Did John leave? It's like, yeah, I said we're missing. Oh, here we come. There he is. Oh, um, what are you doing, Don? Oh, more anime Don, 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 I, I, wait, I, I just want to say, Don, it's a good thing that the batteries didn't run out before you finished that. Right, exactly. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that is what she said. That is what she said. Mm. Use the your thing. mouth! <laughs> Freezing. I just... Uh, guys, anyway. We, just any, just, <laughs> damn it. John, stop! <laughs> Don! Plug. Yeah. Ooh, plug. <laughs> plug, please. Omega level nerds can be found on Podbean and Apple Pod app if you just want the audio. But I do have a video show on YouTube. Just, yeah, Omega Blurs on YouTube. And uh, yeah, like and subscribe if you could. Of course, Ray is joining me for our Mando discussion. So we also talked about Black April O'Neill if you're interested in that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so check, check us out. Cool. All right. Kristen, you got anything to plug? No. Comic reviews on SuperheroSpeak.com. I, I write books. You can find them at bookstores. I don't do social media because I guess I'm better than everybody else. That's why you're so helpful. <laughs> That's it. Wow. man. Okay. You're out of yeah. line, but you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can walk away. It's fine. You know, speaking of Black April O'Neil, we didn't, it didn't make our show notes this week. What did you guys think of the Ninja Turtles trailer? Meh. Oh, I forgot they Mid. came out. Meh, meh, meh. Yeah, mid type of thing, but yeah, it's Ninja Turtles. I, I it's been re- rebooted over and over again. It's like and I feel like is. I feel like it's another attempt to like yeah reboot it, and I don't like the aspect that they're showing them as like bumbling, like but they're like every every time they've been introduced, they're already ninjas. Like they're not in training, and yet this they're making it look like they're still learning, and it's just like eh, you know, like I don't like that aspect. It is a property that has been a long time, so I figured like another reboot, another rehash for like those who haven't. Because I think the what the last it's one was in like two thousand and six, right or what? Michael. Oh no, no, there was there was one just a the few years ago. Show, and then yeah, there was one after that. It gets diminishing returns every time. I'm sure because you're never going to capture the 1980s Ninja Turtle Pizza Hut coming out of our shells tour. It's it's not no, it's not coming back. So yeah. it's kind of. Can I be honest? Gonna capture the 1980s anyway. I got a seven-year-old that's incredibly excited about this. That's what I was saying. That's That's the money they're going for. Like, right? Who was just born no more than five years ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I I get that that aspect. But like somebody who read the original comic, it's like, yeah, this is so far from that. At the yeah, but there's so many different. So was the 87 version, quite frankly. 2012 was the like before this one. Yeah, there was actually well, that was almost ten years ago now. 2018 actually was the last one. You know, well, I was looking Rise. at the animated version. Yeah, no, the it's animated like, Rise of the Teenage Mutant. Okay, Rise it just said, oh. "Why not a killer assassin TMNT?" That's the original one. I was about to say, read yeah. the comic, classy. Yeah. Read yeah. the original comic. That's yeah, no colors, dark, no dark banter, as hell. They just kill people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, then you got ninjas. the last Ronin right now that's going on, oh, yeah. or it may be done already. But it's on my list. Ronin. I haven't finished it. Who is I the mean, last Ronin? Which one of them? It's one of them is left. Which Mikey. one is it? It's Mikey. Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Donatello. Oh, it's Mikey. Oh, is it a good book? Who's reading it? I enjoyed it. Is it? I like okay. it. I haven't started. Yeah. It's on my. It's in my book. <laughs> if you if you want a good Turtle Power Ranger stuff too, so I don't tell you. If if you want a good movie about that TMNT. The, the, there, there's a it's a turtles movie it's the animated, animated one it's, it it's well it's yeah it's really really good though that you're one was you're, well, not, you're talking about the, the the cg one right it, yeah the the yeah, computer, yeah, it was computer good. animated yeah, like 2007 
Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was, it was good really one. good. Okay. okay. Ray. Yeah. <laughs> where can people find the Gorilla Break podcast? <laughs> In a graveyard. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> You can find the past episodes of the Gorilla Brain Podcast on any podcasting platform that's out there. That's Spotify, Apple Music, all that fun stuff. You can also find me on Twitch Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 10 p.m. EST. And where you can watch me play games and talk hijinks. And yeah, that's about it for me. All right. All right. I'm going to suggest this here and now. Omega Level Nerds and Gorilla Brain just combine mm. to be the Omega Brain Podcast. Mm. Mm. But who has the bigger brain? See, it would be a constant fight every exactly. week. Exactly. I don't hate exactly. that name. Someone's got to take their pills. Yeah. <laughs> My Viagra alert. So Not I'm me. Going. I ran out years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Omega Brain podcast actually does have a nice ring to it, actually. That sounds cool. Well, the Gorilla Brain podcast was actually, it was when I first started, it was me and my friend. We started a podcast, and I said, we have kind of a flow like Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, and, uh, Bobby the Brain. Heenan. So I took it and smashed it together and I said, I like it. Fuck it. We're going to run with it. You know, it never would have occurred to me until you pointed it out. That's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, Random Random Savage. Where can people find Gold 45? Sure. All right. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cold 45 Podcast. Subscribe to our Twitch, TikTok, and YouTube for that video content. We're on all the major podcasting apps that's out there that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Otis Pods. Otis Pods? Is that a, that a thing? Otis like Pods? like actual Otis? <laughs> no, it's a fucking bit for the movie we're supposed like to see. Oh, oh, like a stupid character. Oh, Otis Berg. Oh, are you doing are you doing Otis? Are you doing the movie Otis? Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway. Oh, I like that. But Podbean is where you love us, and if you want more of us, in your ear, pussies, take a drink. Oh, he's fill it up, baby. He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Come to patreon.com slash cult 45 podcast to get an extra episode for a dollar featuring new releases, or you can take over our show for just three dollars. But we'll never watch Stargate. <laughs> How about if I pay you six dollars? Make it ten. Take you it know ten what? and Stargate. I will give you ten dollars. I will give I will give you ten dollars to watch Stargate. John's is open. money, I'll tell you. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I keep paying JD to kill me, so schedule. JD, when are you gonna kill me again, man? I'm 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 dying uh, to die. My confidence is in the shitter, so I gotta get back on the writing thing. So I gotta, you know, going through going through a thing right now. So I'll get it. I'll get it back. This teaching thing's been great for the pocketbook, not great for the confidence because now I feel like I've lost it. So that's neither here nor there. All right. Well, now that Don's back. Sorry about that. So is the Omega Level Gorilla Brain happening then? Is that what's going on? I'm game. We already we already canceled the show. No! We already canceled it. It's like Netflix. Oh, it just oh, got on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. One season, one Come season. on. You're going to get one season of Mando and then it's canceled. <laughs> Never. All right. You know what? Let's take a quick commercial break so Don and, and Ray did can you, figure out. <clears throat> did you find a new commercial? Let's find out. After these messages, we'll be right back. Nope. Can so I make real- a... Can I can I ask for a commercial suggestion? Can we get a commercial for Zips? You remember them shoes where the, with the lightning bolts coming out of the heels oh. and all that shit? Can we get a commercial oh, for geez. Zips? No. What about Ruse? The commercial, Ooh. the shoes with pockets for your stuff. <laughs> okay. So so we have to. You remember Ruse? Here. They had zippers. 
on the shoe and they had like oh, a little yeah. Pocket. oh yeah like yeah, kangaroos people used, to, yeah, yeah. People, people used to hide their cocaine in there and we're going to ignore the comments and just keep talking no no <laughs> frosty says bless me stargate hey. is one of the best sci-fi shows we're talking about the original yes. movie with um, the kurt russell movie kurt with russell, james spader yes. yeah yeah well the, the series was also probably one of the best sci-fi one was um, saying otherwise properties of all time it was <laughs> but my comment on he just james doesn't want to watch it all right. I only have a couple of articles. We did talk TMNT, but here, Kassan brought something up. I did not see this beforehand. Just in case you guys didn't hit your radar, Punisher is coming back to Disney Plus, and John Berthal is back that. as uh, the Punisher. So, mid. He's coming. Mid- yeah. It's coming what? to Daredevil, what you? The Daredevil Reborn. Is what it's going to be, complete, it's gonna be completely different on Disney+. Plus. You know it. I know it. It's getting Disney-fied. It's not going to be watered down completely, but it's not going to be what it was on Netflix. I, I don't know. If they're bringing Deadpool 3 out, they might like be, you know, they, they, they've got that parental control in there now. Right. That's so, why that's why they've added the parental control because they brought in the old series onto the platform. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, get I get what you're saying, Ray. I, I I really get it. I I I maybe maybe they'll watch it'll be Moana fine. And then Jessica Jones getting railed. There's also rose colored <laughs> glasses when it comes to okay. Netflix shows. They yeah. weren't all great. I agree. I absolutely they, I mean, agree. There were well, like nobody... 13 episodes and they sagged like hell in the middle. Like they were too yeah. long. I agree with that. Although the idea of a, of a Disneyfied Punisher has this image in my head <clears throat> of the Punisher's skull with the mouse ears. Yes. <laughs> and now I, like, need, I, I need this in my life. If anyone <laughs> is a graphic designer, I would like to see that on a shirt, please. I'll buy it from you. They made a Punisher meets Archie comic. So, I mean, they could do it, do it for an art project, JD. Oh yeah, I, I teach graphic design. I forgot about that. Yes, I, <laughs> I, I have a whole army. I'll take care of that. To try. <laughs> yes, and I, I do think Gray is right. We won't get Jessica Jones being railed on Disney Plus. In you a can new... get it right now. It already exists. It's right yeah, there. Yeah, but I think she does going get railed, forward. Yeah, she does. Yeah, by by thankfully. Uh, but, but here's the cage and but, here's, but here's the problem with it Dave, was that you've already introduced daredevil on she-hulk which was a you know almost like a comedy show in a way yeah. so you're not going to have a dark and gritty daredevil like you had before well that daredevil was that. was like he the same daredevil technically but a few years later where he's so, kind of settled down you know but that's the thing mm-hmm. like but the other thing is too is when they bring a character into a someone else's book and the book has a comedic theme they don't make that issue of the book dark because that that character's in there like they do what they did in you the know. show i mean look remember what they did with uh, deadpool and cable deadpool and cable remember when service was in that ep- that issue of spawn <laughs> yeah and just he was black and white remember that okay yeah, just me. That. so is yeah. that the one with the, is that the one with the the it was like a little monkey on it, Ard- he's an Aardvark. Service, he's an Aardvark, Aardvark. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he, was a, he was a Conan parody. Little monkey yeah. thing. <laughs> he ran that- for three hundred and fifty issues. Mm-hmm. It was a long running book. <laughs> that, was episode, that, was, that was that was that was the episode McFarlane got in trouble for, right? Because he had yeah. Superman's cape and Batman's arm and Wolverine, yeah. and yeah. That, yeah, that was that yeah. issue. He did get in trouble yeah, for yeah, that yeah. one. Got in more trouble very- when he brought Alan Moore and Grant Morrison to do stuff, and you know, yeah, if you what? Who owns what? That became a big thing. And somehow oh, it, Marvel got Angela out of the whole thing. Who thought yeah, about that? Yeah. yeah. But if you buy... Um, you know what's fun is you can, you can read and listen to those depositions, and it sounds like boring, except 
we've all heard like Stan Lee tell about how he created the Marvel Universe, but you've never heard him tell it under oath. And it's a very <laughs> different thing because you can go to jail if you lie under oath. Can't so work. To, yeah, exactly. So you get to hear like real figures and like real numbers. So that kind of stuff's pretty interesting. Yeah, but I will I will say for Punisher being on Disney Plus, I will wait to pass judgment. We'll see what happens. I'm not against it. I just I just don't think it's going to be what we think it's going to be. Yeah. There's also so, a long history of Daredevil being like swashbuckling and like you know having a good time. So they could go like for that kind of take. I mean, he I did slap Black Widow's ass. Issue one hundred eight. Like you it. wouldn't. Like you wouldn't. That's that's knowledge to remember, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing yeah, like facts and figures. 108. 108. I think, All right. I, I, I will think... go searching now the internet. <laughs> who, was the, who was the villain in that? Like El Tigre or something like I'm that? Like, it was. <laughs> he was very misogynistic in that episode. Or that, that couple this of part panels. of the Ultimates universe? Where like, yeah, he more... pretty much told Black Widow, hey, babe, I need you to look the best you can, and then smacks her ass. It's fucking classic. <laughs> so... <laughs> So the other two articles I have this week were both brought to my attention by John, so I apologize in advance. No. You complain when I don't contribute. (laughs) Batman Cape Crusader, we talked about this. It's a new animated series coming to, well, we'll get to that in a second, from J.J. Abrams and, what's his face? Matt Reeves. And and then the the guys who did the other shows. Tim Bruce. Bruce Tim. You're missing the best part, though. Ed Brubaker is the showrunner. Hmm. Get a great so, one of Batman that's super underrated. Yes, agreed. But the problem is, is that it was going to come to HBO Max. HBO Max passed on it, and now it's coming to Amazon. And it's like, what? Why is Why everything Amazon? going to Amazon? I know they're 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 money. Because, because they're trying to make money on us. They got exactly. that money. Warner Discovery discovered that they are better at creating content than hosting content. So what that. I don't know what that makes for the future of, of old HBO Max, but they've passed on a lot of those things. At least, just, at least we're going to get to watch it, you know? Yeah, it has a two-season order for Amazon, oh. so. Yeah, real quick, yeah, Rand, that. real quick, though, Randy, it's Daredevil 120. Oh, thank you. Sorry, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is look up Daredevil Booty Smack. There's T-shirts and everything of it. Jesus, criminy. As you do. <laughs> so, so classy you said you need that that scene just just read that issue 120 mm-hmm. you can read that i don't know now. i think it's i think it's weird that they would pass on their own property they got paid yeah i don't think it's animation is expensive no. and they're, it's a long well, they're money broke right they need cash yeah well they need they're content cash. too like if they yeah they need content they don't need content they need cash Amazon's streaming service is one of the absolute worst out there. And I can't and I'm it glad is. Give, and I'm it glad is. that most people have Amazon Prime just for the shipping because their catalog is garbage. Agreed. Well, it's, not just, it's not just the, it's not just the catalog. They, the, the interface for Amazon first off, it's hard interface. to find the Amazon Prime video interface. There's I no think, like URL for anything. And second off, it is the worst interface of all the streaming services, period, including Peacock. Like Everything I, is better than that. Well, you have to praise <laughs> Peacock or you will get fired. So you have no, to. No, I, I'm not putting Peacock very up high. Uh, you know, hey, like, I put a I dollar not, a month into Peacock, okay? I've been, I've been scrolling through the Paramount Plus uh, like app and like said one of his shows was like in 1990 or 1969. And I was like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. This thing came out like no more than five years ago. I'm almost 100% sure. Yeah, but I'm, I'm a, like uh, even even when I know something is on Amazon Prime Video, 
I cannot find it. <laughs> like you have to like Google it to find it. It's like use I'm, Google to search Amazon for Amazon. It's bad. Question, I'm glad question. Amazon is buying this because Amazon's original programming is the worst of all like the major streamers. Uh oh, here comes down with Rings yeah. of Power. I knew the I knew I was I gonna say it. no, it's, it's not Rings of Power. But I like the boys. Like the boys. The boys. I like Invincible. Rings of Power. Yeah, they got. What else they, they got? I'd say they only have those two. They got good shit. They <laughs> got two. Sorry. Look, I use Peacock I mean, for Cheers, Chicago PD, Jack Reacher, <laughs> not Jack Reacher, and The Office. I literally use it for nothing else. Uh, WWE. Okay, WWE, they are my late night viewing when I'm going okay. to sleep. Yeah. I'll say this about the Amazon Prime thing. It's like I have Prime and like there's only a handful of things that are free, you know. Right. Like, mm-hmm. But like old movies you gotta pay for, and I'm like, why? Like why yeah, it's also it? supremely irritating. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's when you go over to the far superior Tubi or Pluto TV. I'm, I'm not. I, you know what? I, I'd even throw Crackle with a better movie inventory than Amazon. That's true. And the thing is, yeah, even Crackle. The thing is, I would say like if Amazon said, you know what, you can watch a three with a, a couple commercials in it, or pay us two bucks to rent it. Like I'd watch it there for free with commercials in it. But well, they no. do have paid with ad stuff. It's presented by IMDb. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. About that. I thought it was Freeform now. It's all very confusing. There's so many of these now. Sony just needs to buy them all. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Sony's playing. Sony's waiting in the wings, man. They're, They're playing the long game, man. The- yeah. They already they already gobbled up all the anime. They're just waiting in the wings. Yep. For- <laughs> Need it, um, please. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because I think a lot of people though are looking forward to the series. So yeah, I, I am. I think it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'll I have Amazon Prime, so I will watch it. Mm-hmm. But- I don't think HBO Max, you know, as a streaming service, is going to have much to strut its stuff about unless the DC universe gets going. Did you hear that? Did you hear that HBO Discovery or Warner Brothers Discovery thinks that the phrase HBO is a turnoff to consumers? Yeah, that's what they're Yeah, and I laugh my balls off. They want to call it Max. Yeah. It's so stupid. I laugh. I have no idea what they're doing. The people who run this company, like, Letting discover, I mean, like letting discovery by this company was HBO, like the worst decision ever. Yeah. They're so HBO incompetent. Was like, Huge mistake. HBO was at one point the golden standard for like movie it's content. Still, it was pretty much it, it still is. What do people it talk was. about every week? They talk about the last HBO. of us. Yeah, they talk about House of the Dragon. It's yes. still they still have all those shows. Right. Right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what the problem is. is. And has for twenty years. Like yeah, it's crazy. It's the fact that they the fact that More they have than twenty some years, type, thirty, forty. Yeah, you might be right. Almost. It might be thirty. But I mean, as far as like creating like creating content, it's like creating TV shows. Like Sopranos was the first big one for them. Ever since then, yeah, they've always had something rocking. Something. I mean, like yeah, it, the fact that they have some internal metric telling them that there are new customers that are afraid to get HBO is like this is why we can't trust math. Right, yeah. Math gives us nothing good. If they have some type of number that tells them that, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever. The algorithm is wrong, clearly. I mean, come on. Obviously, they're sharing their coke with whoever is taking. It just sounds like it's a it's a bad corporate survey or a corporate survey gone wrong. You know? Oh, for sure. They didn't ask the right question, or they didn't ask the right. Some some they ask a thousand people, and they're all like nine hundred of them they know. So it's sometimes the survey. Wait a minute. Sometimes the surveys tell them exactly what they want to hear. 
Right. It could be that they want it, that somebody in there wants to change well, the name to get rid of the Remember their presentation? It does mean nothing, though. Home box hmm. office. Now that I'm thinking about it, it actually doesn't mean anything. It does. The home box it doesn't mean anything, but HBO in and of itself is beyond the acronym, sure. right? It's a brand. Right. Right. Yeah, and exactly. this is. And this thing, they, they had their presentation six months ago, like, oh, Discovery's target customer is this, and HBO's target customer is that. And you look at the, yeah. the, the difference between the subscriber base, and it was ridiculous. It was like HBO, HBO is like, it's still the creme de la creme, but I think it's the Discovery people who don't like the idea that they're the wicked stepchild, even though that they own the company. Right, because all the so Discovery shows—they're all cheap garbage. Like, correct. They don't have anything to make. Nope. Correct, but they small. believe yeah. in. But they believe in their cheap garbage because it put them in because the power position. Yeah, exactly. Where are we going to put the next episode of Milf Island on? Right, That's a Fox property if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Actually, it's called so Milf Island. That's too. what's coming up to TL. That's ridiculous. And very fact. <laughs> John, are I'm you a fan of Milf Island? I don't. Be. I God, I I always hate it. You know, it's all scripted. There's nothing just so stupid. <laughs> John just wants oh, all natural milfs. He doesn't want Hollywood milfs. Damn it, they're not the same. He wants what, not the same. The, I want real milfs. No, no. no what, gotta, what, what's that? What's that one where they're on that Survivor? I I watched like two episodes of the first season when that first came out, and I I and then it's like after that it was like, no, 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 no. This this is. This, there's no way this isn't partially scripted, and I am never watching reality TV again. Never. I I'm just to, I cannot get through an episode of any reality TV. It I, just I'm makes me sick for the I human race. Milf. Who doesn't I, love MILFs? I love MILFs. I love a MILF in particular. I love that I've never seen a single episode of Survivor. I take a lot of pride in that. You should. Me too. All right. We got a movie to talk about. We're almost an hour and a half in. I what know. are we doing, Dave? What are we doing? Where are we at? Last, last bit of news John brought to me. Superman um, colon the movie. The, right. Wait. The next season of What If is going to introduce a new character. Okay. Native American named Super <laughs> named Kahori. And basically the, the, the story is what if the Tesseract had fallen into ancient America or ancient yeah, ancient America. Unless they're doing Neil Gaiman's Marvel. 1503? I forget the number. The Neil Gaiman thing. Yeah. 62. Thank you very much. I can never remember that. I have no interest in this. Why None. is this news, though? Native it's Americans so, have had representation so in comics. I was going to say, I was going to say, it's, it's the beginning. It's, it's weird that they're pushing this as news because A, there are Native American heroes already, and B, like, what if stories are normally like they take an existing story and twist it a little bit? This is you're creating a whole new story and you're creating a whole new character. That's in a alternate reality that's never going to be used again. Is it never going to be used again, Dave? Is it though? Yeah, is yeah. anything wasted in the Marvel universe? It's no. it's part of the multiverse. This the story is that the the Tesseract fell to Earth way before it did in the in the main timeline. Who doesn't fell, classy? So like it's it's you know, I mean it's it's just a it who cares? It's a it's a, it's a what if. There's no way. Yes. No. God yes. no. Yes, I'm not going to watch Flavor, Flavor of, of Love. There's Flavor no of Love is not. Sorry, that was one of the comments that came up. I have to say, which, but they, which it, proof, the, I love New York. In case you're somebody that didn't know that. Yeah. yeah anyway, anyway, no, it's it's just it. It's another what if story. It's a what if about the a Tesseract. So it does go with that series, and it's just interesting that they, you know, they're coming up with another character and sending it in. That defeats the purpose of what if. The whole purpose of what if is to give you the same characters in different scenarios. Yes. Right. Well, right. The, the character in this case is the Tesseract. 
what happens if the Tesseract fell to Earth before all of this, all the main Marvel stuff? It falls in the hands of people I have no investment in. Oh, okay. I'm not right. Interested. That's, that's, there you go. You just said it perfectly, JD. It's like, Thank you. the reason you watch What If or read the What If books, it's, you're already interested in these characters and you just right. want to see the different story or different aspect of a story you already like. Correct. This is like, eh, we're just going to make something up. It's like, you could have just created a whole separate story. Like, why make this it? Is, this is nothing but, but why would we waste the time or the money to make a whole series based on someone that we have no actual, like, knowledge over? But right. we can throw away a whole episode of What If? Any problem. Yeah, no. you got a point. You got a point, though. It's, we don't have to do a whole thing. Is. We could just have, like, what happens if, like, the rings... Or like the magic gems ended up in a, like a kid thing, and now they're all kids. There you go. There. <laughs> That's how I feel about this. That's how this how this is comes. I don't. I don't know. I didn't like the first. What if some out? What if there's a Soviet Union Avengers? I'm pretty sure that was a comic. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, we've done it with Superman, right? We did with Batman. Red Sun. Red yeah. Sun. Red Sun. Bat- Red Sun was good. Batman yeah, with mm-hmm. KGB agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, but this is nothing but headlines for Cash. Literally. This is Marvel putting it out there, like leaking this shit, if you want to call it a leak, to like IGN and comic book, you know, whatever, it's... whoever. And then people read it and go, oh, this is important. It's not important. They're making it important so that you the... go out and buy the book and so see dorks why like us so talk about it. Yeah. And they're, they're... when they're advertising for them. Right. And right. it's a test balloon. It's, you know, they want to see how people are going to react to this idea. So it's a false shoot... flag. We shoot and down Test Private Charlie. They're just throwing him up in the air, like, "You guys like this character?" And then they get shot at. I think like, it's a response. To, I think it's a response to Prey because Prey was successful. That's what yeah, yeah, I was thinking the, the same predator. thing. Yeah. That's an interesting take. Yeah. That might work. Yeah. I like that. Then put her then in she the fights predator. The predator. Prey. That was what Prey was. That's yeah, the same thing. No, but now she has superpowers. Yeah. Okay, I'm sold. You got if the predator <laughs> was in this, I'd be totally on board. The predator versus a Native American woman with the tesseract, dude, <laughs> that would be great. Yes, yeah, that's what we're getting though. Now we're, we're all in predator. Take my money. Because the predator was going to be that changes everything. What if the predator got the tesseract? In the face. What if the predator got the tesseract? Oh, oh yeah. now that's a story. Right. Holy shit! Now, yeah. now you're talking a cosmic entity predator. Person. Oh my god, he would set up like murder worlds where he like, would just, they'd be like yeah. a secret wars where he Wouldn't would just be really cool? all these superheroes and then like they'd be fucked and they'd be stuck in the world. No. The, the, the Predator has the test track. Holy shit, this is like coming together in my head. It would be amazing. different alien types. Yes. Oh my god, this is the best idea ever. I, I got one. It. I got one even better. You know how the Predator is always going after the most dangerous prey, right? Danny Glover, yes. Yes, Danny Glover. He <laughs> <laughs> was the most dangerous prey. Well, so I gave him that rut, that musket at the end. Why don't yeah. Why don't we give the Predator some kind of you know Tesseract or Infinity Gauntlet or something? Maybe yeah, not Infinity that. Gauntlet, right? But have him go and hunt Celestials and higher beings like that. Hunt the Beyonder, things yeah. like that. That's like That's those. Are, those are characters are like ciphers. They're like boring. I love the idea of him. I love the idea of the Predator versus like actual superheroes who are like like the Secret Wars where they all got teleported and put on yeah. this world. And Batman. like yeah, that that was great. Hunt for me not. That was great. <laughs> Dude, this is a, a phenomenal idea. I think I think I'm going to steal it from you. You got a future right. Marvel comics there, JD. Well, I don't actually, but oh, I like oh, okay. the idea. So we Well, will... let me just say that I just if they're gonna do this, the indigenous thing, I just feel slighted as an X-Men fan. Because we've got John Proudstar yeah. or the Thunderbird, Warpath. Yeah. We got Danny yeah. Moonstar, Danny Moonstar. Forge. Forge. Mm-hmm. Like, 
we can tell these stories and actually bring the X-Men into it, which for whatever reason they won't fucking do. They must be waiting not, for me to die, no. I guess. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. You're not going to see them until you at least our third date. <laughs> Punisher versus Predator. I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. That's that a great idea. Awesome. Spider-Man versus Alien. Holy that shit, that's great that, too. That was called the Symbiotes. Oh, yeah, pretty much was that. You're right. It was the yeah. Symbiotes. Yeah. That was exactly. Yeah. That's why it was awesome because that was all right, all right. started out awesome anyway. We do have a movie to talk about. We do. So yeah. Oh yeah. Otisburg. Real quick. <laughs> you said you complained about new ads. I do have a new ad, and we're oh. gonna. So we'll take a quick commercial break. And I'm play this new ad for you. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, let's get the movie that started it all, guys. That's what we're here Super to talk Milfs. about. Super Milfs? <laughs> Super Milfs. Yes! Superman, colon. Where's that movie? I at? think I think, <laughs> I think you and Randy watched the wrong movie there, JD. Right? <laughs> was it the wrong movie? There was a the lot right of movie. There was the right more movie at the time than I normally would expect from a Superman movie. All right, it's so on, 19, it's on Skinamax. So 1978, Christopher Reeve, Margot Kidder, what's his face, Marlon Brando, and uh, Gene Hackman gave us the first big screen superhero movie, of course, Superman the movie. So let's go around. I'm kind of curious. We have a lot of different age ranges here too. When was the first time you saw this movie? And did anyone, and I think the man in this box next to me would possibly be the only one who saw this in the theater when it first came out. Shake your kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 John, what was the first time you saw Superman the movie? In United Artists Theater in, I think it was Trumbull, Connecticut. And yeah, in my, my dad took us to, to see it. Me and my younger brother, who was six. At the, and yeah, I saw it in the theater. Not a double feature. It was just for that one. And I, I, I remember it because it was like, I think like this Superman movie is one of the things that started me on becoming a nerd, a geek, because it was just, it was pretty it was so different from everything I'd ever seen before that. Yeah. You know? Well, that's oh. because you only had radio before that, John. <laughs> I did have a Superman radio. Or the Pony Express. I, I mean, you know. Radio play. <laughs> All right, now let's 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 just keep going in the order of the boxes here. So, Randy, do you remember the hmm. first time you saw Superman the movie? <laughs> Maybe in the it's got to be before two thousand, right? At least, yeah, somewhere around there. I think I saw it after I watched the animated series for sure, the Superman animated series, and <laughs> so what wow. 98, 96, 90, in the late nineties. Yeah, that's when I first saw it. Just 20 years after it came out was the first time you saw it. Yeah, just because, like, you know, this happens. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. My stepdad was probably watching, like, he's, we, we were watching Star Wars, and then, like, Superman was, like, right next to that. It's like, what's this yeah. movie about? Oh, you're going to love this one. Let me put well, that the John in. Williams Library. Yeah. There you go. All right, J.D.? I don't remember not having seen this movie. Like, this is something that I just grew up with. Like, I know we didn't own it as a kid, but I know I... I know I had to have seen this in like WGN Sunday That's movies. Exactly or what I was about to say. Yep. Like I don't remember not living in a world where Christopher Reeve wasn't recognizable to me as Superman. And I know I've seen it literally probably a hundred times. Like I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. But for the life of me, I cannot remember the first time. The first time I've seen it. Okay. I can. Go yeah, Ray. All right. 
Easter Sunday, 1991. A six-year-old Ray sits diligently on the couch while his parents and grandparents conversate after afternoon mass after church. Ray goes upstairs and the TV at my grandmother's house, you know, cheap ass don't have cable. She has regular TV. It comes on WNUV TV 54 at 2 p.m. It's going to be Superman and then it's going to be Superman 2 Mm. on regular TV. And that was the first time I ever saw either of those films. Now, keep in mind, I had seen Batman prior to that. So Superman's like, hey, who's this guy? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I got to watch them back to back because those people talk forever. And (laughs) those people. I'm telling you, man, my family could have had a podcast down in the basement. I'm telling you. (laughs) Set up a recorder. You got content for days. (laughs) <laughs> but that was the first time I ever saw Superman and then Superman 2 right after. Cool. Chris? Thank, thank God Superman 3 wasn't next. Just like JD, I don't remember, just probably my whole life. This movie came out a year before I was born. And so I think it was just on TV all the time. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. It was just, yeah. The, that and like The Wizard of Oz, like I don't yeah. have a memory of when I saw because they were just right. always like, there. Yeah, annually, just kind of always on. Not for me. Mm. I really <laughs> remember seeing the we Wizard of Oz in the theater too. <laughs> oh my god! You thought you were probably on set. <laughs> and how about you, Don? I, I'm going to have to follow suit with most everybody else. You know, on WGN on cable. I honestly believe this was the first time I watched the theatrical release. If it was released before I was born, about a year or two before I was born, so only seen it on TV, which was surprised when I did watch a theatrical release today, and I was just really surprised that they showed Superman Baby Dick. I was like, oh, hey. Yeah. That would go, <laughs> yeah. that 1978 would go. was a much different time. Yeah, Super Wayne. Were you were pleasantly surprised? Boy, that was a different hey. world. And hey, now the FBI is a member right. of our yeah, that, that's a, audience. Yeah, if you have this on your computer, you may be committing a federal crime. Surveillance so. heroes speak. <laughs> I think you should be arrested for owning Superman 3 or 4 more than oh, that. Oh, man. But, well, um, that's fair. Um, we were so in a different, different society when this movie yeah. was made. Wow. Yeah. Classy said the first time was when he was five in 2000. On VHS. Uh, thanks, thanks for rubbing that in there. Five uh, two thousand. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I was in college. Hey, the kids Me love too. us. We gotta, we gotta take that, you know, as a positive. He's twenty eight. He's not a kid. Yeah. We're just old. He's a kid <laughs> to us, but yeah. So I, I'm gonna say it's funny. There, are, there are two series of movies where I saw the second one in the theaters before I saw the first one on like VHS. The first one being Empire Strikes Back. I saw really? the theater before I saw Star Wars, and then Superman Two I saw in the theater, and then we had a copy of got a when we got our first VCR we got a copy of Superman One on VHS. So that's when I first saw it, and yeah, I mean, I I, I think the one and two are two of the greatest movies ever made, and yeah, definitely that made me a nerd. As as John said, it was different than anything I'd seen, and it was like. Oh, I like superheroes. Like this is good. So, yeah, I think I think it holds up. But maybe I'm wrong. Let's see. So, of course, we get the council in the beginning of all those heads. What did one everyone? Of the, th- one of those council members is like listed in the credits, like before Margot Kidder. She's like yes. eighth 
She's listed like she eight. It's yeah, ridiculous. that's actually ridiculous. Margo, yeah, Margo Kidder and Christopher Reeve were not five and seven. known at that not. point. Right. And they so, were and yeah, yeah, Superman's listed third in his own movie after right. the title. What? Right. And and Gene Hackman and uh, Marlon Brando, Brando and Gene Hackman. Marlon Brando was first, Gene Hackman second. Yeah. I, I and then Richard like, Donner oh. before yeah. the <laughs> my movie. Brando was there for what an afternoon? Come on, he, but he's yeah, Marlon he, Brando. He's yeah, so I guess. He's, and he's reading the diaper, so he had to, he had to pronounce Krypton. <laughs> Krypton, right? Yeah. That's just yeah. Marlon Brando being Marlon Brando. It's like I'm right. gonna say it like this, and just did you, uh, did you wait, me? Krypton. Krypton. I was thinking about this. Like, how many people? Saw that movie and thought Krypton is how you say it. Like after you've ever read a comic or watched the original, millions of people. I, mis- mistranslations make their way into pop culture all the time, especially in like. Well, yeah, but he pronounces or... it. He pronounces the right way later. Later, he's <laughs> yeah. pronouncing it as Krypton. So, like, it's Everybody the last one that you hear that that wins. Basically. Yeah, it's it's only pronounced Krypton by Brando, and everybody else is saying Krypton. It's just Brando is being Brando. Yeah, he's, un- he's undirectable. You just let me be happy. He showed up willing to play that. Was, that. that was at the beginning. <laughs> that was the beginning of his. Cards. That was the beginning of, of Marlon Brando's long slide. And what a what of the many many weird facts about this movie I've got. He was paid a hundred and twenty five thousand, I think, in nineteen seventy seven money for for, oh, for this for this movie. And Christopher Reeve was paid. Twenty-five thousand, I think, and a sandwich because he's Christopher <laughs> Reed. They were this or, was no, or, or I'm thinking millions. I think it was a hundred and hundred and. There's no way he was paying one hundred twenty-five million. That's a lot. I, I, I'll that's have to look much. it up. But it was something like Marlon Brando for like four days of work for 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 like what fifteen minutes of of film yeah. was paid way more than Christopher Reeve. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, that, he's Marlon, he Brando. Marlon Brando, and Christopher Reeve wasn't known at the time. So, well, yeah, he, but Brando was already on his slide. It's but nobody, but I he mean, was winning Oscars and stuff like that. Like this is Marlon Brando kind of peak, right? And and, and he gives this credibility. Also, this right? is like also him and the time Gene, when people went to the movies because Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman are in it. Yeah, not this is French no. Connection. It's a Superman yeah. movie. Let's go. Seven, seven million. He was paid seven million. That's a lot of money in 1977. That's well, too they, much yeah. money. That's a lot of money. Like, well, he sued. He sued money. But he sued. He sued. Marlon Brando sued the company later on to get a portion of the proceeds on top of his salary, mm-hmm. and that's why he was cut from Superman too. And that they finally they they finally showed that yeah. oh they wait mom. his mom his mom did have some recordings for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's they wanted more money. Like they all wanted more money. Like this was like I remember this was not a Warner Brothers movie. Right. Yeah. This is a Salkind brother. The Salkind yeah. movie. This they this is an independent film with a heck of a distribution deal. Right. Because yeah. they had the rights to it, but Warner's like, yeah, but we're going to distribute it because we own DC. So this was basically indie filmmaking, and these dudes gener- they were really good at it too, of generating a lot of money for these. Ascent- like they did the Three Musketeers for it too, and that made a shit ton of money too at the box office in the early seventies. Right. So this is like what they did, and they were really good at it for. A good decade or so. True, true. I mean, and to think about like the effects, maybe they're not the greatest, but for 1978, 1978, they're pretty amazing. good. Yeah. yeah, right. And you know, for an independent film, like yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, I mean, nobody was doing the stuff they were doing. Like Superman, like we can look back and go ha ha ha. But I mean, like most of the computer generated special effects today don't look nearly as good as Christopher Reeve flying, right? 
Yeah, like I think some of the stuff, and again, maybe maybe I look back on this movie that's from Rose Colored Goggles too because I love it so much. But I think a lot of this stuff looks pretty damn good. Not all of it, but a lot of it is aged for a movie that's damn near fifty years old. Aged pretty good. Remember the tagline for the movie was "You'll You'll believe believe a man can fly." fly. Yeah, Yeah. and they and and before they did some of the the effects that made into the movie, they had they had tried stuff like shooting a dummy out of a cannon. (laughs) <laughs> and, and and painting him paint, painting superman on a on a pl- side of a plane and they they finally had to go with lots of wire work and stuff so well wire work's the way to go i mean cuz this is actually this is the late 70s so they were doing this stuff from kung fu in, in china in china for you know a decade at this point like yeah. they had mastered wire fu work for a while so that's a lot of what they were doing is they brought a lot of a lot of that stuff over here to an audience that had never seen it before yeah, yeah. i mean just the scene when he visits Lois's apartment and he like lands and then walks on like that is so seamless. Mm-hmm. Looks great. You know? Yeah. There was a, there was another technique. I forget what it's called. I think it's reprojection or something. Or rear projection. What's that? Rear projection. Rear projection. It's where you you set a screen up and you actually film. You actually play a movie behind it, so the screen is translucent. Right. Right. So, and this is how a lot of stuff was done back in the fifties so, and sixties. Tarantino so that, still does that. It right. is. So, so that scene where he flies away, and then, and then Chris Reeve is all, all, all already at the door knocking. That that was that technique. That's how they got that scene. Mm-hmm. Was you know they they projected him. Margot Kidder was saying goodbye to a projection screen, it's, I guess. But it looked cool. good. It looks good. What makes it cool is it's one seamless shot. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. makes that cool. Like if you cut away, oh, it's easy to do. But the fact they nailed it in one shot it rules yeah they do that rear projection it's cool like from as a from if you're a film junkie this movie is like it sets the tone for like what movies in the 80s would be when they really started trying to push this and star wars kind of go hand in hand with what is possible in the world of of the new era of special effect filmmaking excuse Mm. me so yeah it's cool i love this film i adore it what is so okay let's let's think here i'm trying to think how to approach the conversation in a different way, because we always like do things like compare this to Man of Steel, and like, this was good. Yeah, I was about to say it's night and day. Like you know, I was just literally. To, that's because Man of Steel is super dark. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to someone about the whole like Jonathan Kent, the difference between the two Jonathan Kents, and, and one was likable, one wasn't. <laughs> yes, fair. Yeah. We're, we're having a conversation, well, Dave. Come on. Right. I mean, you had the Jonathan one was on Kent. for longer, the other one wasn't. <laughs> this Jonathan Kent is like you're here for a reason. He's supportive. He dies of a heart attack. And, like, it's the most powerful line, I think, of any superhero movie where he's like, With great have power comes pow- great responsibility. Yep. I, have all, <laughs> I have all these powers and I couldn't save him. You know, where is that? Man- that boils Superman down to his core, right? right. Yep. Superman can do all these things, but he can't do everything he can't save everybody including the people closest to him and that in of itself is almost the tragedy of superman and why superman is such a great character and people want to strip it down like oh it's he's like a god but yeah he couldn't save his from the most human way possible to die right and it's and then a man of steel a little bit and then the steel's totally different he lets let me die for no reason yeah right yeah exactly that's why it's two completely different characters at that point but you're right does it cheapen the end? I've I've thought about that too. Like, is the le- the lesson he's like, I can't do any, I can't save him. But then he's like, you know, screw everything. I'm going to change time well, and save my, the one woman I love. Well, Dave, yeah. that was done because they ran out of money. 
that was not supposed to be the end of Superman one that just kind of happened. And you get a weird little book. And it's like, I can't play God except when I really want to, except when there's this chick that's hot and I kind of got a thing for, then I'm going <laughs> to turn back. Then I'm going to turn back time, which I don't love the ending. I really don't. Well, no. that and that running Hot out of money thing is partially why is partially why Donner got fired, right? Because he was over budget, and they were they they hated him or something for that. Yeah, his, he was on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. with history. Well, yeah. also he had a he he like filmed a bunch of extra stuff that he didn't need to film, which was ended up being a big part of Superman two. Well, no, they were filming. The idea was the Saul. This was the Saul did the same thing with. Okay, sorry, film break. The Saul Kinds was <laughs> filmed movies back to back. They did the same thing with the Three Musketeers, right? They filmed yeah. so much stuff with that Three Musketeers. They split into two films. They got sued for that by the actors because the actors were only paid for one movie instead oh, of right. two. So this is why they constructed the movie. They were shooting Superman and Superman Two, not even back to back, but intertwined. They were yeah. shooting them because again, in, in filmmaking, if you're in the Daily Planet location, you're going to film all the scenes in the Daily Planet, right, from one and two. So they were doing it with the movie, and then they ran out of money. So they stopped shooting Superman 2 and focused on Superman 1. Like, well, what are we going to do for the end of Superman 1? And they said, okay, we ran out of money. Why don't we do the ending we had planned for 2? Because we see it in the downer cut of 2. He spends time backwards to make Lois forget that he was Superman. So right. they just they just took that Even and made worse. it. Again, yeah, I agree. It's not a great It's not a great ending. It's really cheap, and it does not help when people say Superman has these godlike powers. Because even in the comics, he's never been able to, you know, change the course of the planet. I was, okay, so hold on, he's, hold on. He's fairly nerfed this whole movie until, like, that moment. Correct. I'm going to say, first, the first thing I'm going to say to that is, this is Silver Age Superman, definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, well, obviously. The modern yeah, he doesn't start until 86, so that's, like, eight years or whatever later. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but, I was gonna say he got he got nerfed in the comics a little bit after that. Right. Yeah, I mean, the John Lois. Turner... I want you to forget this. <laughs> yeah. Or, so... or kiss her. I mean, you know. Or kiss her. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's well, too. That's not. That's so, not Don. Sorry, Chris. Right. What were you saying? I was saying that the John Byrne run on Superman that like started the modern age of like the comic book definitely yeah. takes from this movie like hugely. Feel, yeah, for sure. Feel very similar. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, right down to the fact that the the symbols, the Superman symbol, is actually a family crest. Like that's where I think this is the movie that <laughs> this is where it comes from. I don't yeah. think this. Yep. Yeah, it didn't exist before this. No, it was uh, always an S until this movie. I, I also want to say too, like I watched the theatrical version. I've I've seen both cuts of the movie, but I, this I did watch the theatrical version this time, and I do say taking out the gauntlet scene does hurt this movie. I think it does. That mm-hmm. establishes his like his power. Power level basically bouncing bullets off of them, walks through fire, walks through well, ice. It, it also gives that. a lot of like freaked out. <laughs> yeah, it, it also it also gives a lot of people the feeling like they're having a Mandela effect, like aneurysm. Like I I, I I I've seen this movie I I don't even know how many times, and like there are people that I've had arguments with because like no man when he goes down to Luther's place they like they shoot bullets at him and they freeze him they're like but it's not in the movie i'm like it was in the movie i remember this it's like, it, well that's the thing is there's different versions of this movie floating around a lot of yeah. there's different cuts for tv cuz they had like tv cuts of this movie that was supposed to last two nights yeah they right? were making yeah. a big production out of right. it for two, so they, two nights so they added yeah so they edited stuff back into the movie like this is crazy shit from the 80s that they just would never do today just have different cuts of movies just flying around the place. right right mm. there there's there's a couple if you're talking about the cuts the aliens has a bunch of different cuts there's a direct cut there's a special edition there's a theatrical cut and there's a tv cut best of luck finding the tv cut 
I found it on a VHS a long time ago, and there's a bunch of scenes that didn't make it into the special edition or the director's cut or anything like that. These scenes are lost to time. You might be able to find them on YouTube or something like that, but you'd really have to research it. But the TV cut was always my favorite cut of Aliens, and I can't own it, and it's shitty. Yeah, Goonies is yeah. similar. There's actually TV cuts of Goonies that have different subplots worked into it. So, And again, you only know that because people have recorded VHSs. Mm-hmm. Right. Does anybody so, remember that weird Godfather one and two cut they did for TV? I do remember that together mm-hmm. in chronological order. Oh yeah, weird. yeah. It's weird, yeah, it's man. So weird. They that tried is... that with Kill Bill too, didn't they? They, they did to... do that with Kill Bill. They, they melded it together in the timeline. Speak, yeah, speaking of, speaking of Godfather, Mario Puzo is the one who did the original script for this. Right. It yes, got yeah. written a little bit afterwards, but he was the one who wrote it, wrote like the base of it. But again, that's how you get that's how you get this movie made. Is like, okay, we're right. making Superman. People go Superman. Yeah, but Mario Puzo, the guy who just got the Oscar for Godfather is going to write it. Marlon Brando is going to play Jarrell and Gene right. Hackman is going to be Lex Luthor. And people are like, "Are you kidding me?" Like man, Markellis is like, I will accept turn Superman turning back time because even though it doesn't make sense, it works thematically. It does work thematically. I, I can't argue right. that point. I just don't like it. And so it was right. David. Hackman had more to do in this movie. Yeah. Hackman just chews on scenery. But he's fine. And- I wish Otis wasn't in it. Otis sucks. Sorry, Otis Berg. I wish he had more to do. <laughs> but oh, just just awful. to follow up, like after Mario Puzo gave the script, it was rewritten again by David and Leslie Newman. Apparently. <laughs> But that's yeah. the but that's not the cut of the movie. The cut of the movie we watch is written by Tom Mankiewicz, who, because of WGA rules, cannot get a credit on this movie. You can yeah. only have so many writers. So he's called the script consultant. He rewrote right. the whole movie. Yep. And this so, is actually the less silly version, like the Puzo version. Like Kojak is on there waving to people, and it's much more like the oh, yeah, they, Batman. They they wanted they wanted really the the actor from Kojak to like hand a lollipop to Superman, yeah, something like right. that. But that would have been. They didn't want it. No, he wanted to do it to Gene Hackman, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then Donner comes on board. Donner, fresh off the omen, is like, no, yeah. we're going to take this seriously. And this which, is serious for the 70s. Serious. And, 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 yeah. It's serious. And, and if, it, if it wasn't for Donner and his serious take, I don't know that things would have gone the way no. they have for the last, like, 30, 40, what? Oh, of course for, not. I agree, 100%. He's the one who brings... He's the one who brings, for his similitude, is the phrase you use in the movie, right? He's the one who brings this, you know, more adult take, not, like, adult as we think of now but i mean like serious this serious more seriously interpretable take of, a, of an actual yeah. film to comic book heroes well, there's an interesting question here in the chat is marco kidder hot no yeah. because she's i don't i go back and me, forth pretty but there are much more hot ladies in this movie she has what i call the lady gaga go on what i call the lady gaga is that it depends on the angle that hits her face that if lady gaga is hot or not but so, is it it, the looks, she's the, the looks, kind of slutty, and that goes a long way. In my the, the looks, the looks <laughs> I'm with you. With Madonna, this, but hey, Madonna wait, wait, well, all over. Well, beside the looks, not now. Margot Kidder is one of the people that made this movie. She's the, good. The, she yeah. she was really good at bringing Lois Lane to life. Just in the in some course. of the looks that she gave Clark during some of the scenes, like she 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 brought that character to life, and the chemistry she had with chemi- with Christopher Reeve was really good. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, if it wasn't that's, for her. That's, that's the thing. That's what makes this movie work, is the chemistry between the two of them. And, yeah, I mean, is she hot? No, but I don't think that's... She doesn't need to be. She's, she's Lois Lane. There's, Amy Adams is hot. Amy yeah. Adams is hot. 
Yeah, Amy Adams. I don't know her. But she wasn't a good Lois Lane. Disagree. Disagree, sir. Amy Adams was a good Lois Lane. She's given garbage to work with. Right? Like, she's fine in what she's asked to do. Right? But I'm also going to say the Lois in this movie is your 1970s female character where, like, she's screaming until the man saves her. So, like, you know, from a modern standpoint, yeah, maybe in some ways it doesn't work. But well, this this whole movie got a gun is to based, her face and then she tries the, to swipe the gun, and anyway. yeah, it's yeah, pretty, it's really weird. Yeah. The, the, the whole movie she gets has mad that. at Superman for not showing up on time. It's like, where were you? I was yeah. screaming my head. I'm a car's out of gas now. The, all of these things flying around me. Well, I could have just stopped the fucking car, but no. Right. Now they're just. I gotta wait for you to come get me. Right, Back but the, the whole movie. Everybody asks like busy. Superman works for them. The whole like movie has, salary. yeah, the whole movie has as like the seventies built into this, like, like, Probably. like, I'm... like, like uh, Superman's mom, whatever I forget, Martha, 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 not Martha. I mean, you know, on Krypton, she she was given that the actress was actually a. Yeah, Laura. She was uh, the actress was a little upset because she was given no lines. Because here's Marlon Brando giving this whole speech about I am giving you this. Here's all my thoughts and feelings. Blah blah blah. And it's like she's just a, a set. I mean, it. Yeah. She. I think the women in some of the scenes didn't even have marks like the the crests on the on their dress. See, which, and I actually thought she had more because in that in those scenes with Jarrell, like he was saying everything that po- was going to be positive about him living on the earth. And she right. was like counteracting everything with, oh, but this could go wrong. So right. It's funny but, to hear that you say that because she actually had decent. But then she was told. Then she was told to not say anything during Marlon Brando's speech and like because it's getting, Marlon yeah. Brando. I, I know. I, I know. That was Brando probably Brando. Probably put that through. Yeah, yeah. he don't want to act off of people. He just wants to deliver his lines and go home. Yeah. Yep. Very Al Pacino. Yeah. They told her but, that so she didn't get smacked by him or something. Because this back in the seventies, and by watching this movie. Boy, um, oh yeah! Remember the scene where the Superman saves the cat? Only, yep. and then the little girl goes into her house and says, "And oh, she yeah, immediately man, gets in the face." Why did I tell you about telling lies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She gets I slapped saw, on, uh, like not on camera, but you hear the slap and you see the shadow. Like, I know uh, that I've seen like meme videos where like they stretch that out too. Where it's like, I told you not to lie. <laughs> Still shot of that house, and it's just like, yeah. Superman's yeah. off, flying That's, away. Uh, 70s humor. <laughs> Child yeah, abuse. So hilarious. We here at Superhero Speak do not approve of child abuse. We do, however, find it hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's, it, was, it is funny. The way it plays out, it's like, it's like those baby jokes from the dead baby jokes in the 50s. Like, these are not funny, but they're kind of funny. Like, I, I, it's yeah. warped. Like, it's warped. It's, it, but it's, but, it's very 70s. Right. So, it's so if you if people watching this or listening to us like decide to watch Superman the movie, just remember it Coleman, is the the, like a lot of things. It is a product of its time. You have to consider the time frame when you watch this. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I had some issues, like because I was trying to compare it to Man of Steel and this one, and like, yeah, this is better, but there's still like technical issues, and I was like, okay, because. Krypton's in another galaxy. The nearest galaxy to Earth right now is 2.5 million light years away. Oh, I know. So I know you're going with this. Like Go ahead. Three years. Yeah. So we got here in three years. Well, no, no. Originally, Joe in the recording says, I will have been dead for thousands of years. Thousands and I thought, of years. And, and I thought they got light speed right because, because Kal-El would not have aged 
as much if you traveled at light speed all the way here to Earth. But then they ah, screwed it up when when Charles uh, they Heston, had that monologue. Even at light speed, it would still take two point five million years. Well, yeah, but we're we're talking we're talking Krypton, so you know maybe well, there's some so technology. Then I was like, okay, so then speed. they have hyperspace technology, right? But, but the, like in Star Wars, they can pop in and out of dimensions because we know the Phantom Zone is another dimension. Right, okay. but but the thing the thing is they screwed it up. Head. They screwed it up with the Lex Luthor thing. Is oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like the meteors showed up too, and I was like. That doesn't make any goddamn sense either. Yeah, <laughs> but they technically see, I always liked it when say crypt. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jane. No, I'll say I always like it when they have Superman's ship that has the kryptonite with it. That kind of works for me. If the but if then I had the other problem where I had a Man of Steel where it's like they had the colonies where they could just leave and go do stuff. So yeah. Krypton in this movie still has access to not only terraforming technology, <laughs> multi-dimensional travel. <laughs> Why the fuck are they still there? Yeah, why? Why is even it the if you knew it was the problem, just leave for a month. Because that they council don't. was the whole thing under mind control because they're sitting there telling Jarrell, "Yes, we know that you're good and that you're you know you wouldn't yeah. say shit that's crazy, but we're still not going to listen." You were my you. best friend, <laughs> and I tell you right now, we need to get off this rock. He's like, I've got no reason <laughs> not to believe you, but that's wacky, and we're not going to listen to you. <laughs> But that's the thing though. That's I, I always I always like that part is they were they are this it's a great little parable. It's this universe at this planet that's you know figured out everything, but they're so full of their own bullshit, sniffing their own farts right. that they can't see their planet is going to explode. And the one guy mm-hmm. that's saying it, I mean, there's there's a lot to say about that. Like, so, like that, I was gonna that's say, a parable. I don't Randy, know what is. Randy. Yeah, it's true. How can you look at our current government and say, "Hey, this isn't believable"? Like, no, they. I didn't say it wasn't believable. I was just like, (laughs) "This is just this is what really upsets me more than anything else." It's like we know we can get off this rock, but we're like, "No, let's smell our own farts for another ten more years and see what happens." We do. It's Mm -hmm. it's so like it's like one of the it's actually the most believable thing. Also, the other thing with Luther that I had the issue with was like Lex Luther says he's the most. The most dangerous, the most genius mastermind criminal. The greatest criminal mind. The greatest yeah. criminal mind yeah. of our time. No one's looking for him. Yeah, he's a he's yeah, a com- he's a comic. He's a comic. Except for two cops, and then that yeah. cop so, dies, yeah. and then no one goes after. Which like, raises no further suspicion whatsoever. No yeah. further, like that guy's okay. dead. Maybe they even know better. Tra- even subway pushers, they at least investigate that. <laughs> so the thing I think would say to that is. I kind of feel like at this point in the comics, Lex Luthor is still like a minor villain a lot of times. That's right. In the like, movie or in the comics? In the comics. In the comics. No, he's Superman's major he's, villain. At this point in the comics? Yeah, 100%. He's Superman. He has, has he's been since the late Luther 40s. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. not until like the 80s when we get the like current like businessman. Yeah, that's right. That's Burn. Yeah, Burn created Donald Trump Luthor. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like he's a bit directionless. <laughs> it's more of an ego totally. thing. Like he's just saying, "I'm the greatest villain of all time." Not yes. really is the greatest villain. Yeah, but like well, making sure that he is stupid that people smart, around him to make him feel notice stupid. that no one's looking for him. Like well, he's not. Well, they were smart. looking for him though. Don't you remember that when the cops the cops were the greatest criminal mind of our time? No, yeah, but when they when they I know, but what but they do know who Lex Luthor is because so you could make Otis, an argument. Like, but then, 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 the, the then at the very end, they're like Ward is like, "Who do you got there?" I'm Lex Luthor. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Take but then you, away. Make, you could make an argument that if he's a really good criminal, no one knows what he's doing because he's <laughs> not good at not getting caught. Right. That's true. 
That's Speaking true, of, Dave, but again, of the cops in the beginning changed that. We know that we know Otis is working for somebody, but mm-hmm. we were following Otis for because we were talking about <laughs> somebody. I also point out the technical issue of Superman brings Lex Luthor right to jail at the end of the movie, and doesn't he doesn't get to stand trial? No yeah. due process. No due then they pro- go back to in like they Superman Returns, which I watched. He probably already escaped jail, so he's just returning into jail. Superman told him to give him a trial. Come on now. Oh, okay. He yeah. doesn't circumvent the rules. You'll get a fair <laughs> trial after I beat you some more. <laughs> Speaking of masterminds, another another really nice fact about this. Mustache Gate. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was, there was Mustache Gate. Gene, Gene Hackman would not shave his mustache. He, he definitely wouldn't shave his head. So you can see him using a bald cap at the end. But, no but he wouldn't shave his mustache for this either. And so Richard Donner him and said, hey, if you shave your mustache... I'll shave mine. And so Gene got his mustache shaved, came up and said, okay, you shaved my, I shaved mine. Now you shave yours. And Richard Donner, who had known, I guess, I don't know if he knew that this was going to happen or he, or he planned to something. He, he, he didn't have a mustache. mustache. He, he pulled mustache. off the fake mustache. <laughs> right. Nice. So The original yeah. mustache gate as opposed to the wow. <laughs> I just saved me $2 million. And I do wish Gene Hackman was Anyway. So, uh, <laughs> no. Okay, so, I got no, some more but, shit. I was like, okay, I'll add, I'll add yeah, some more. Pr- product, there product was more cringe to this movie than I thought there would be, though. Like what? Okay, so the fact that uh, when they faked uh, the lady being hurt in the car, and then she gets basically surrounded by cops while one of them sexually assaults her. You mean Gene? Ha- was it uh, Larry Hagman? Yeah, of Dallas yeah, yeah, fame. Yeah, yeah. Larry yeah, Hagman yeah, of exactly. I Dream of Jeannie. And then that very same girl, she's talking, she's like talking back to Lex Luthor, but before she does, she casually says, like, there's no problem with this. Hey, I might get wrapped in the mouth for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, like Lex Luthor smacking her in the mouth like, <sighs> on a regular. Welcome to the 70s, it's where we have women. There's only one P in rapist, Lewis. <laughs> Another yeah, I mean, spell check. <laughs> and Not if you're doing it right. I'm sorry. I mean, it's the culture of the time. Like it is. You know, I don't know. Gonna... It's cringe. It is. It is cringy. Yeah, oh, it's, these it's days terrible. it is definitely cringy. The culture of the time. Post Harvey Weinstein, it, like almost every everything like that in this movie is cringy. That's... I mean, like that's the thing. Those times change. Superman change. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you look back at any movie from the 30s or 40s, you're going to see so, the same thing. There's going to be a lot of things that were acceptable in an era that are disgusting now. And there's things that from movies today that people are going to look at in 50 years, but can you believe these people were like that? Like yeah. it's just times change. People change and art should be viewed in the time in which it was created. You can't, right. you can't oh, hold I have a question about the nukes. What the fuck okay. were they doing with those? Well, yeah. Why would they use, well, why, would nukes in a test? why would they use live nukes in a test? And do they ever say that they're nuclear yeah, weapons? They're not nukes. They were just regular they're missiles. Yeah, I thought they were just missiles, to be honest with you. I think yeah, they were nuclear I highly contest the physics of him using one missile to split the air. Okay. Why but, still yeah. have those anyway? <laughs> I, well, hey, I don't know. Superman falls off the building in regular clothes, and then boom, he's in his suit. A power that was written into him at some point, I think. Well, wait, that, that could have just been super speed. That, just does to that could now. have been that that of all the weird stuff that they made him do, that could have been super speed. Lex Luthor's oh. criminal plot needed another rewrite or two, I think. <laughs> That's before. what I was thinking. I was like, okay. <laughs> I get gonna, you're trying to take over the band. I'm gonna buy desert land and then I'm gonna blow up the West Coast. It won't be desert land, it'll be you know, it'll be oceanfront mm, property. Hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. Hey, hey Ray, what you, you got anything? Like, get, you got any, any complaints? No. 
There's a part no, of me that wishes on. that he used the kryptonite to no. power an earthquake machine. There you go. Then that lowers the whole thing into the like, oh, an earthquake machine. Here's the thing. He's a mad scientist, really, right? And mad scientists do stupid shit. That's True. right. And that's kind of how I write this off. Is like a mad scientist plot. You're like, that's insane. That's stupid. And it'll never work. But it does. it's the trope of the mad scientist, which is what Lex yes. Luthor always was until mm. – Burn rewrote him as the, the Luthor that we know and love, most accurately played by Rosenbaum and Smallville. Yes. So this is this is that Luthor, the mad scientist, the one whose ideas are half half cocked and kind of stupid, right? And Superman's got to be like, this is never going to work. Anymore. But that's the idea. Is it tropey? Absolutely. But that character was in this believe this was a stripped down version of the character from what he was in the nineteen seventies. Yeah. He was still smart and cunning, though, because he did get that Kryptite necklace. Look, he uh, was a world Superman. Mm-hmm. But you can argue, too, that if he had the money to do half of the stuff that he did, like, he could have figured out a better way to make more money instead of, instead <laughs> of that's why California. He's, but that's why he's a supervillain. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that was really, yeah, he's a real, all this because he wants to make money in real estate. That, that Man. Was, <laughs> hey. Okay. Random factoid: The cat in the tree. Get guess who owns that cat right now? No one. It's uh, dead. Dead. The no, dead. Mark, no, no, no. Mark Miller owns it. Mark, it, it, like, Mark, so Mark Millar owns the ashes. Maybe I'm pronouncing. No, <laughs> no. Writer? Stuffed. Stuffed. Oh, oh stuffed the cat. Okay. Morbid. Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's that's a little surprised. morbid. I'm, I'm not surprised. The guy. They're telling me the guy who wrote Wanted. Has that yeah. shot? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> shot. Wanted Superman, uh, Red Sun. All right, I will say Jupiter's one legacy. Yeah, 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 legacy. Mark Miller. Yeah, I will say yeah. one bad thing Owns about the this cat. movie. It Owns just the cat. It feels long. The runtime just you feel it in your bones. It's it like, oh, like yeah. Lord of the Which, Rings type. You know. Which one did you see, Rado? Did you it's see like extended cut or did you see the the theatrical? Even the theatrical is like two uh, two hours and some change. Like it just yeah. you feel yeah. it like. There's not a, you know, in most movies, you know, you feel the action and it kind of makes it go by a little faster. Take like John Wick or something, for example. Like that was the last one was like an hour and 50 something minutes. The the third one. And you didn't feel it. It went by like that. Superman just there's not a whole lot that happens. So it just feels like it just drags and drags. Now, I love the movie. movie. The editing style does that a lot, too, because there's a lot of long takes, right? A lot of long cut. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of act. It's very much cutting that '70s style where you play everything play out in masters, and then you I mean, cut what? around to the performances rather than letting a pace but dictate. But it's yeah. cheaper that way too. More it dialogue is, is free. You know? A half hour, half hour into the movie before you see Superman, right? Like, yeah. So yeah, Russo in his treatment actually suggested that the guy who plays Jarrell should be the same guy who plays Superman because then you see the guy on screen and you don't have to wait a half hour to see him. They clearly the saw kinds of yeah yeah cool cool we're gonna get Marlon Brando. And he ain't got to play Superman. Yeah, <laughs> I put Whatever. it on a fucking. Well, I thought that was a brave move. Actually, I wish we would get that more often in these days, where they, where they're not afraid to have a different actor, and then instead of de aging somebody, you know, they have a different actor like they did here. Because you're right, it's like, yeah, it's like 35, 40 minutes before we see Superman in Lois Lane. I thought it was Which silly. Christopher Reeves was only four, at the time was only four years older than the guy that played the younger version of him. You could have just changed his haircut and put some loose clothes on <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that's you know? true. <laughs> that's true. Lounge a lot. Yeah. Like, 
Exactly. He does a lot of slouching. His performance in this is is really great. Like you you just watch him how he carries himself as Clark and then as Superman. Like Superman looks well, tall, and they frame him taller too. Like a lot of well, his he, camera tricks, but he does the performance is excellent. He also yeah. bulked up for this. He David did. Pro David Prowse, the bodybuilder. Like yeah, and who who played so, Darth Vader? What was the guy who they had to reshoot some stuff the because. Yeah, so, they had to reshoot some some shots because his body changed so much that it mm-hmm. didn't look right in some places. Because we he, talked he about up. the apartment scene. <laughs> yeah. I've been there, man. Yeah, we talked about the <laughs> shot with the apartment where he flies away and then he's knocking at the door and it's all one shot. And then in that same scene is you know he walks in. Oh, we have a date, you know, and and Lois walks into the other room and like he takes his glasses off and straightens up and mm-hmm. it's just like. There is magic in that moment because it's like there is a definite line between Clark Kent and Superman, and it's portrayed beautifully in that one moment in this movie. My man is a Juilliard trained actor, and you can see it. And like people just, oh, he was Superman, but he was a classically trained. You can see it in his performance in this by bringing such difference to these two characters. And this Clark Kent is a little bumbling, he's not very mild mannered. Like he definitely wasn't George Reeves's. You know, film noir Clark Kent, who was like you know hard nose in that TV show, like that George, that right. Clark Kent didn't take guff from nobody. But it wasn't like he's a complete clod, right? Right. Well, he's good. He's great. He's really great. Who was the guy? Speaking of that, who was the guy who did? What's the? It wasn't the director. It was the the guy who actually did the composing of the scenes. I, I forget the guy. The guy's name. Like he died right after they ma- they finished this film. But and it's the reason why this looks so much different from Superman two. The the, but, the like, cinematographer, cinematographer you mean? the cinematographer. Yes. Do you know? Okay. The, uh, I thought my head. Uh, nope. I can't even spell it. <laughs> I don't but know. yeah, but he he was he was like he was really something special. Like Je- Jeffrey Unsworth. Oh yeah, Jeffrey Unsworth, that legend. Yeah. yeah. So like he was something. Uh, he was like amazing, and that's why some the, so much of this movie looks so good. Like the backgrounds compose well with the foreground mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like there are just on a soundstage like a lot of Superman 2 does. It's because he passed away. They are on a soundstage and they hired a comedy director to finish it. Right. They yeah. ran out of, they had to try to pause, they had to try to, that movie is basically a giant exercise in editing because you're trying yeah. to cobble together a movie based on what you already have and then you know, well, try to get enough of it so you can get around those pesky DGA have a cut of the Justice League, and then you hired someone else to come in and like remake <laughs> most of the Justice League. And imagine if that into it. Imagine yeah. if that had happened. Ima- that I imagine. Happened. I imagine people would take that well if that were to happen. That would have been a train wreck, wouldn't it? What a disaster! <laughs> I know we talked about this before too on the yeah, podcast. Like studio, <laughs> they did refilm a lot of it's stuff nice. doing Superman two. Had to. Yeah. They had to because of union rules, right? And fifty-one percent had to in order for mm-hmm. what's his name, the the director, to get Richard Lester. Richard Lester. In order for him to get it, he had to have fifty-one percent. So there's only like thirty percent of Donner's stuff that's actually using Superman two. Mm-hmm. Yet, yet everyone's favorite version is the Donner cut. It's it better. Is. It's better. Yeah. Yeah, it's it adds more better. lore. Yeah, it adds it's, more and lore. It's totally it and it's totally consistent with the first one. It's totally because the second Superman is not totally consistent. There's good stuff in the second Superman, the, the cut, Lester cut, but there's not enough of it, in my humble opinion. Like, it gets a little too silly. Like, the Superman 1, there's some silly stuff. In it. Superman 2, there's tons of silly stuff in it. Yeah, right. And, and I don't even know, like, 
if you consider it silly, I guess Otis. Otis is the the comic relief in the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty's a great actor, but Otis is not. Chris, you don't yeah. like Otis? No thanks. <laughs> in my notes on my phone, I just wrote Otis sucks. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to move to Otisburg? You gotta have no, someone no, stupid. No thanks. Have you ever seen Deliverance? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. No. John, John only goes down for family reunion. Oh, <laughs> ouch! Ouch! Oh, that works on so many levels. My family's from Ireland, man. If my if my family reunions involve people who were in the IRA, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. Oh, look! There's cousin O'Grady, the gatekeeper. <laughs> Good <laughs> <laughs> morning to you. Hide your bourbon, Hide your bourbon, hide your bourbon. Let me think. Oh, and then, of course, but I do think this isn't silliness. This is what Christopher Reeve is trying to invoke, like, was it Errol Flynn? You know, the wink and the nod to the camera mm-hmm. type. And we don't get that charming as much today in movies you know like an, an actor who's deadpool. deadpool is full of it that's Wait, full of like it, the camera? that's more yeah like, definitely that, more fourth wall break right. yeah not yeah. charming he's talking like i think that to- robert Downey jr's tony stark could be charming a lot of yes. the time oh yeah. yeah definitely but not not quite like that's like christopher reeve is so earnest which superman has to be right right the superman character has to be earnest and i think he does an amazing job of right and that's 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 the thing too, and it's nothing against Henry Cavill, but I think that's why Man of Steel doesn't work because he's, you know, he's brooding. He's not charming. The sad, however, lonely God. However, however, Henry Cavill can be charming, as yes. we've seen in other movies. He just wasn't asked to be because, you know, darkness, yeah. brooding. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants to be Batman. <laughs> no, seriously, the best Superman we've had since then was Dean Kane. You know, like Shut your as mouth. close he was to fucking awful. Uh, what? No, was he? Yeah, like, as, 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 Dean as Tom Welling is the best Superman. Tom Welling was a much better Superman. Tom, Tom Welling was good too. But, put on the suit. <laughs> but to get like that happy-go-lucky Superman type, like close awful. to All-Star Superman, that uh, that's about as close as you get. Everything else worst. has been kind of really. Dark. George Newburn's give me Superman the animated series any day. That's what yeah. I'm Oh saying. yeah, no, that was pretty Tim, good. Yeah. Tim Daly. Yeah. Tim Daly's yeah. best. Yes. Okay, He's no, great. yeah, you're right. If you add anime to that then or animated stuff, yes. Yes, then you're you're correct. Tim Daly was perfect. He was great. And that George Newburn yeah. Just League, also great. Hmm. I don't think Brendan Roth was a bad choice. I just think it was poorly executed. The movie's yeah. really bad. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I watched. I watched yeah. it after I watched bad. this one because I was like, "All right, I need to find out. I need to have an objective point of like good, bad." <laughs> Superman the bad. Stalker. Yeah, it's good too. They both got a shitload of crystal action going on. So that's right, and it's both a land deal. <laughs> well, that's the Jeez, whole that's thing. True. It's like it's the same fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's so boring. Oh, it's so boring. It, well, that was, what did he do? He lifted heavy things. It. That was all he did the whole movie. It was Superman lifting heavy things. That was it. The movie sucks. And spinning planes needlessly. Mm. <laughs> he lift a whole tectonic plate. <laughs> I forget the name of the woman who played. What was the name of the one who played Lois Lane in Superman Returns? No one remembers. Kate Bos- Bosworth? Kate, yeah. Kate, yeah, Kate Bosworth. 
she yeah. actually has zero charisma, zero personality, and none of the spunk that Margot Kidder brought to the Lois Lane role. Yeah. I'm not saying and Margot Kidder didn't do a good job. I'm just saying somebody said she was hot, and I was like, yeah, no. But that's the thing, though. She's Kate attractive Bob, to a degree. degree. <laughs> you know, I'm with you on that. There's times, like, I thought Margot Kidder in Black Christmas, I thought she would be all right. This one, eh, it's like, yeah. I think Ray's, you know, angles thing is... His yeah, so Lady Gaga. The Gaga paradigm, if you will. Gaga. There it is. The Gaga uh, paradox. I got you. The Gaga, yeah. Whereas Kate Bosworth, great looking, but I think her career pretty much was done after this, right? Because like yep. people were like, oh, she kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't very good in that. Nobody's very good in that movie. But Kevin she was... Uh, eh, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> He's well, Brandon, Brandon Ruth got his chance yeah. to redeem himself by playing Superman in the Crisis. Yeah, the he's fine. Yeah, I actually like that. That was Superman. actually a really good one. Yeah. Again, he could have. Actors can be good in things. The problem is direction. And Brian Singer was not the guy to do a Superman movie. No, but no. Donner was at yeah, the time. He did a good job for for the seventies. Yeah. For what it was, for what we don't. I mean, this movie is such a change in pace to what this film would have been under anyone else's hands, right? right. Yeah. Kevin Smith on paper that sounds like an amazing idea it was not but no but as, but as his filming style and as a filmmaker it just doesn't make sense at all no no he couldn't do it he'll tell you he couldn't do it he he'll tell you, yeah it. Kevin Smith's pretty realistic about like I can't do a superhero movie like mm-hmm. he yeah like the script I think we've all pretty much at least looked at the Superman lives script it's all right you know it's full of John Petersisms that he's mm-hmm. made famous yeah but uh yeah yeah, I agree. Do you, I think my do you, favorite thing about this movie, my favorite choice, is the costume. Me too. I think it looks great. Yeah. They just they overthink them so much now. There's all these mm-hmm. like textures and all this. It, it has to be realistic. Like, no, it doesn't. I don't care. Little every, it looks like, like a baby blanket, right? Why would that be realistic? Page. Amazing. Yeah. Every costume now looks like it was designed by Jim Lee. Like, there's yeah. way too much thought put into it. <laughs> yeah, and we don't. I don't we don't yeah, Superman just looks like Superman. Like even Jim Lee had to fuck with it and give him a narrow collar on. It was like a awful the new fifty two. Yeah, I remember having a conversation with someone, and I think we I mean, were probably talking about the uh, Superman Returns costume where the cape was like plastic or rubber, hmm. and and yeah. it was like, and, and it was just like, well, someone was like, well, it makes sense, right? Because you got to believe that it's going to survive fire. And I'm like, we're talking about a movie about an alien from another planet who's why. <laughs> This is why I roll my eyes when you guys talk about the physics of in a Superman movie. I'm like, it right. I mean, and, and, I'm in. Like, it doesn't matter. No, it, it, the it, materials are from a. I wanted world. to bring it up just for a second because the timeline didn't make any sense to me, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, man, who can fly? Who cares? Moving on. Well, I mean, right, technically, exactly. technically, Randy, it didn't say Krypton 1992. Or anything <laughs> it did like it. That, so, says he likes the airplane scene. Superman Returns. Yeah, because it's the exact same thing as the helicopter scene in Superman, just on a yeah. bigger scale. Yeah, the they showed the trailer, and it was the only—it was the only sense of action at all in that movie. What a boring fucking movie oh, that was! Oh god, it's the worst. Or, wait, there was an airplane scene in the animated series too. There so, was, there and was I believe one. in the burn, Man of Steel. I believe that's how he makes his debut—is yeah, saving is. an airplane or something. Well, yeah. it's- it's yeah. a Superman meme. He's always Before catching he planes falling out of the sky. So yeah. that's what he does. True. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he saved a plane in this one. Although I didn't think while watching, I didn't think while watching this he does with save the train. Has anyone else ridden on a train in America? Because they're really slow. I think I might be faster than a locomotive. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If Actually, that holds I, up. 
I like the scene in this movie with the the plane and and Air Force One, and he 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 saves it. And I just love the pilot. Like we got something. I ain't saying what it is. You're right. Just fly. Because they're gonna throw me in the loony bun if I say it out loud. There's some good writing. Like there's some good one liners. Like Tom Mankiewicz, damn good writer. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The human. The like. That's what makes makes movie work. Is this this giant concept of this god amongst men? But what makes this movie really, like I said, what work is these human moments. Those little touches, like I ain't saying what it is, just fly. Like you know, stuff like that makes it work because it feels very grounded. It feels very human. Right. It's and nice that they hired a co-pilot yeah. who has zero interest or you know in in anything to. I also like fly like the Lois, Air Lois Force One. Teasing Clark about like. How he's like an all shucks like farm boy, mm-hmm. like how he's not yeah. very seventies. That speaks to the whole like Superman being like out of you know, yeah, totally. you know, like, like another know. time. I don't know. It's yeah, she's like, I don't know if anybody I know of that's actually comfortable saying swell. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that's a great, line. classy problem with the elevator. You know, great the, line. That was and, and that was funny I, as hell. I, I was actually going to mention too. I think that's one of the things I love about this movie too is the montage. After he saves Lois, of him going around and and stopping crimes, and then it ends with him like we talked about the scene. He saves a cat from a tree. Like mm-hmm. he can he can take a boat out of the harbor and bring it to the police. He can, you know, st- stop a criminal who's climbing a building, and yet he takes the moment to save a cat. You know, and it's like again that makes him grounded and human, and it makes him Superman. But th- but that's the same that's the same thing when they did the the scene of No Man's Land with Wonder Woman, right? That's everybody loves that scene because it was a superhero standing up and saying, "I'm going to save people." Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that's and just the scene doing that makes it. Her a hero it, in that movie, yeah. Right. So it's the same thing with him. It's like he just went around saving people. He just did, you know, did it because he wanted to save people. No, no convoluted backstory or 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 plot to make him do something or involved. Just here's Superman saving people. You want to see that. That's what yeah. people want to see when they go to see us. Yeah, they that, don't want to see things. They don't want to see destruction porn of him destroying Metropolis. Right. Not yeah, caring yeah. that everyone's dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh, man, a Superman that doesn't that that doesn't commit like mass destruction and violence. Not How does that yet. work? Too <laughs> 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 true. <laughs> that is true. All right, we'll 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 save that conversation for another day. So let's let's just wrap this one up because I think you know we, it's we, late. It's getting late. We're all tired. So I'm going to go around the room and I'm going to ask two questions like, does this movie hold up to you? And where do you rank it in like your superhero movies? And John, you can go first. It holds up okay. You know, like I am, we've all become more sophisticated with what we look for in a superhero film. So there's a lot of plot contrivances in here and a lot of stuff that sort of bug me, but don't. But I've got the the old, I saw this when I was, you know, really, really young goggles yeah. on. So, and, and, and let me say this, this movie wouldn't be as popular. It w- we probably wouldn't, wouldn't be talking about it at all if it wasn't for John Williams score. Like, <laughs> God, I, 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 I mean that, that sincerely, you know, like. <laughs> what, it, a old, what an old man thing to say. <laughs> I, I, thank you. It's but, such a. Tired it, argument. I know. I, I know. I didn't go but, and see a movie called Jaws for the dun 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 dun. I I know, but that was still that. <laughs> come on, come on. They, they, the the story. I thought we were going to get away with it. 
I know. The score itself makes this movie, though. Come on. You can't imagine that a big-budget movie like this with anything less than that. Gardens of the Galaxy. (laughs) Well, they used all old music for that. Yeah, there's no score. That's what I'm saying. You can't imagine it. Right, but they use really popular music for that. Like, the music made it. So you can't imagine it with different kinds of music. Well, yeah, but... hmm. I know. All right, fine. You know, whatever. I, I get it. I'm just All right, on. <laughs> right, go on, going on. Just Before so Hans Zimmer slips into the chat. I, I think it yeah. does. Wow. Okay. Where do you rank now, where do you rank it? I I'm I'm ranking it, you know, near my top. I'm saying I'm saying my top ten, you know? Just because without this movie, we probably wouldn't have gotten like a resurgence of, of hero movies. Cause the people who saw this when my age are now the ones that are like, Oh, we're doing this Marvels. I bet you Ken Feige was like, yeah, 100%. you know, there, you know, it's like, he's, he remembered this. And then when he got the chance to go to Marvel, it's like, Oh, I'm going to do this. Do you know who Kevin Feige worked for? When who? he started no? out? Richard Donner. Richard Donner. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So, you know, there was, a, you know, the, Jeff it, Johns. yeah, one of them it's learned. <laughs> All right. Not everyone so comes go. out okay. <laughs> how about He's you? Five hundred. That's Hall of Fame statistics. That's mm-hmm. fair. All right, Randy. How about you? I I so I put this movie on a shelf where it sits with other movies that like it's like yeah that's a movie no one can touch no one can remake that because and in that time area and that's in that sphere it was really really good but like it's like a what is it. It's like your first girlfriend, right? It's like, she's a wonderful human being. She's a great personality. We didn't actually do anything, but I still, you know, occasionally once or twice think about her and wonder what she's doing. But there is an infinite amount of porn now. So I just... (laughs) A.K.A. the Marvel Universe. J.K. the Marvel Universe, where I could just slather on and just fill my eyeballs, fill with like, just... The most grotesque stuff. And sometimes it makes me feel cheap. So then occasionally I'll look back at the first time and it's like, yeah, that's when it was wholesome. That's when it was was right. But now it's like, you know, that's it's that's where it sits over there. And I can't I cannot rank the two at all because it has to sit over there next to where all the wholesome stuff is. But now you know, I'm going to go back to porn and like look at all the other cool things I can. And, oh, look, that guy's got a giant purple thing and stuff like that. <laughs> so, ladies. What kind of porn are you watching, man? Hey, and she's the one who brought good. it out. Like, like, I didn't, that's what? the only fans I'm, on, I'm subscribed to. <laughs> Randy is single. If you're interested, please. Yeah, I am. I wonder why. No. <laughs> All right, JD, you can follow that up. I have a good follow to it. I married my first girlfriend. Like, my high school girlfriend and I have been together for 25 years. So this kind of explains where my thinking with this is, too, to, to piggyback off Randy. This movie holds a very special place for me, I think, as a film. We don't get where we are with comic book movies without this. I think it holds up. I think it's a product of its period, but I think all art is and should be viewed as such, right? Like, you guys pick on me for Stephen King. Salem's Lot is very much a book written in 1975. I love it, but it's very much that book. So Superman is like that to me, too, and I think that's why it works. Frosty's first girlfriend cheated on him. I'm sorry to hear that, my friend. I love this movie. I think it does hold up. I think that it is not, it is not an action movie. And you can't go into this movie thinking that it is. It's a character study. 
Yeah. And I think if you if you apprend, which is what movies of this era really were, we didn't really have action flicks like that yet, right? So if I think if you go into this movie looking at it like that, I think it works, right? I do think there's stuff that hasn't aged well, but I think more stuff has. So for me, it's still like the quintessential superhero movie. It's in my top five. Some days it's my some days it's my number. One. I'm not good at ranking things. I'm I'm not committed enough to like this is the best thing ever. I just I don't know. I'm a, it's a mood thing for me. So this for me is like special. Okay. Ray. I mean, it's no Guardians of the Galaxy two. Let's <laughs> get that out of the way. No Green Hornet. Yeah, there you go. No Green Lantern. <laughs> no, there you go. Oh, I I do really enjoy this film, but it's not a movie that I pull out every every year or even every five years maybe once every 10 years i'll go through a little superman-a-thon and then that'll be it and then i'll put my superman shit away and come back in another decade like mortal Kombat. and i, I don't know I, I really do enjoy it i love the characters i love gene hackman chewing scenery the entire movie i love it but is it in the top of my superhero escalon no it's not it's just not my kind of superhero movie it's it's Fair. not it's not made for me like like dark man was made for me you know i don't know it's i just don't want to be like a hater like superman you know it's not that good of a movie and then have the entire internet jump down my throat but i don't really give a fuck what you feel but it's just make a joke about porn well, well, (laughs) well no i mean like like i said the reason why it's in my top 10 is because it's literally like stamped into my childhood because it's but it kind of has to be right Right. So, and it does, you know, there, there is nostalgia, like plays a huge role in that. And you're right. It, if you compare it to stuff today, it doesn't really hold up, which is fine for somebody who's younger. I mean, you gotta gotta understand. But I saw the movie when I was six years old. Like there is nostalgia there. It's just not my kind of Superman. I'd rather watch Batman 89 than Mm -hmm. Superman. Yeah. But did you see Dark Man before you saw Superman when you were six years old? I mean, like, you know. See, I did. No, I I would see that the year later. I think this movie's aged better than Batman 89. And I like Batman 89. Batman Returns is better than Batman. We've already had that discussion. Go back to the episodes in the the archives, guys. I love that we had those conversations, yeah. Okay, Chris, how about you? Well, there's no penguins shooting missiles in the movie. (laughs) It does does hold up very well. No, I think it holds up well. I I like how it's not perfect. I don't like perfect things. I don't think they exist. Mm -hmm. I, I keep it in the same area that I keep Ghostbusters and all the stuff I saw when I was a kid that I love, that I'll, you know, I'm not going to rank it compared to modern stuff. It's, I don't know. It seems like a silly exercise, like to me personally, because I just, I don't know. My brain doesn't work that way. Fair. Fair. So it's Fair not enough. a movie for you. No, I like it. Oh. Yeah. He's <laughs> saying he likes it. He's just not going to, yeah. All right. Won't rank it. I'm not going to make a list. Don, I know you've got no a... 300. A lot to say about this movie. Oh, bloodshot. <laughs> does this movie hold up? It does not to me. It doesn't to me. And I will say that I know that I have some bias because as I was watching it and I saw them shoot baby Superman off, I'm like, oh, these effects are just... I compare everything to Star Wars. And what Star Wars was able to achieve at that at the same time as this compared to what they did, it just it, it took me out a little bit. Yeah, but Star Wars. You also have Fox funding this movie and distributing this movie, and then you have an independent little little engine that could over here doing the best they can with what they got. I understand, and 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 I'm trying to take that into account. 
where this movie has strengths for me is the development of Superman Clark Kent. They really took a lot of time to sell to you, like, he's not going to lie. He's going to do what he says he's going to do. This is a good guy. He's a god, but he's a good guy, and he's going to save all of us. So it really did a great job of developing the character of Superman, the character of Clark Kent. But outside of that, I, I that that's it. I really, like, I'll never watch this movie again, to be completely honest with you. There was just a little bit too much plot contrivance. You know, Lex Luthor manages to outsmart, use Superman's good nature against him. Because, right, Superman could have came in. And Injustice Joker punched Lex Luthor right through the <laughs> And this movie's done. But he doesn't. He comes, he tries to I talk to him. I don't think I want to see that movie. That's Me neither. <laughs> but he goes, he talks to him. Oh, I, I found what you're looking for in this lead compartment. Oh, it's kryptonite. And he throws him in a pool and just forgets about just, it. Right. If he just... Why didn't he just close the box? Something. <laughs> like... <laughs> I just now thought about that. It's like right. you can't you see know. through lead, and the radiation from the kryptonite can't get him through. Lead. So right. close the, the box. Like, oh, that's not good. Oh, look at all. Oh, He's that. got to stagger backwards instead. Uh, because the kryptonite affects him immediately, and he's he's weak as soon as the sure. radiation. Is- like, I was thinking about that when I was like in Smallville, like the first episode of Smallville, the tiny bit of kryptonite messes with yeah. Clark's abilities, but like season seven, it takes an entire vault of kryptonite to get to where he was in the first episode, where it's like, right. oh shit. <laughs> well, don't you build up a tolerance, right? Yeah, he Over does. And I like, oh, yeah. so that's why he's that way, because it's the first time he's seen it. Mm-hmm. But again, you have, why not have the wherewithal? It's like, if I can't see through lead, then there might be effects that this can't get through to me as well. Well, because there's that area. It's got that area. He's sitting there, and I'm just like, oh. Yeah, he's definitely not expecting a piece of his home planet. You know, I I get that part. Close the box. Uh, So, but beyond that, the other, the real, okay, the biggest reason I want to watch this movie again is Lois Lane being buried alive. That was a hard scene for me to get through. Uh, not as hard as the Kill Bill Texas funeral scene where she gets buried. Oh, that's that's right. I can't even fucking imagine that shit. Oh wow! So I'm not, I'm never gonna watch that again. That for that scene alone, it just freaked me the fuck out. But anyway, Reynolds got yeah, buried then, alive once. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Batman gets buried alive in the comics. <laughs> so so does Storm. That just that's a lot. Atrocious. The the X Men film <laughs> franchise got buried alive. Oh. <laughs> It's, it's still true. dead. It's still there. It's still there. A fair <laughs> shot. Superman, come turn back um, time. But yeah, turning the Superman turning back time, that's a little much. I was like, oh. And then the other thing was Lex Luthor removing his wig at the end. Why? The whole movie, he has hair. You're right, Ray. Nobody knows who the fuck Lex Luthor is. We know. Hmm. Why are you revealing your bald head? Like, we're going to be like, oh. Oh, it's that guy. Holy shit. Because that's, that's something for the comic fans at the end of the movie. I know. I know. I'm just oh, so that's what that is? Okay. Yeah. yeah I, um, I wish he was bald the whole time. Me too. I, outside like, oh. of that, I, I did not remember that they had General Zod and his crew in this movie. For oh, yeah. For whatever reason, yeah, very yeah. I did not remember that. It makes sense, JD. Now that you say, because I'm like, they were setting up a universe, but you said they, they were yeah. filming them both at the same time. Very um, rare for a movie in credit. the '70s to to do that to set up. Yeah, a movie. to set up to set that up. So I thought that was cool. So it's very rare before. It's like a curse of the Superman movies. You have to create a franchise somehow. You just have to keep going. Listen, and this is the 500th episode. Wasn't 
this show created by Batman v Superman, and now and, uh, we have Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Okay, my it point ended on Batman v Superman. Yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot, but the point still stands. Superman. No, <laughs> Superhero speak franchise. So there you go. Full circle. We hated it so yeah. much we had to tell other people. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because it's ass. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Donna, you couldn't be more wrong. Oh. Real, real quick, Classy said, I want a Superman movie that takes place during the Vietnam War. Would be an interesting story. Not Why? everything needs to play, take place in there. Just go read Watchmen. That's just, yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. that's just what I wrote him. Exactly. Oh, did you? <laughs> See Final Frontier. Yeah. Uh, Final Front. The, 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 there's the animated movie, The Final Frontier from DC. You'd like that. New, front, new yeah. Frontier. New Frontier. New Frontier. Yeah. Sorry. Final Frontier. Um, Star Trek. I'm missing Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek um, mixes with Marvel, apparently. So I'm going to say that I think it holds up. Again, I, I'm with JD. It's a product of its time. You've got to view it that way. It works perfectly in that sense. I'm also going to say that from my money, this is the only franchise that got, well, before we get to three and four. They got the character of Superman correct. Like, they they they've screwed that up so many times in the movies since then. It's like it's ridiculous. I don't. And we've had this conversation a million times on this podcast. It's oh, you people can't identify with him. Yes, they can. Like people like a hero story. They like a good guy, someone to look up to. But they're afraid to do that story today. Um, and yeah, so I mean, for me, I, I rank this probably in my top three movies of superhero movies definitely so yeah what are the top so this spider-man 2 and then what else (laughs) spider-man 2 is top escalon go ahead say dark man no (laughs) no and 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 meteor uh, man no dick tracy the The shadow (laughs) Um, like that movie and i'm gonna get comments about this but it's civil war i think for me would you say would you say dave green lantern Green Lantern. <laughs> the Phantom? Like my, my ears heard Green Lantern. What did you hear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. I heard the Phantom Mantis? with my vampire hearing. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Mantis, the TV show? Mantis. Yes. Manim- yes. Animal, Animal Man? <laughs> Animal. Manimal. Manimal. Return of the Swamp Thing. <laughs> the made-for-TV Doctor Strange? <laughs> All right, I'm done. And you were right, Spider-Man 2. All right, so let's let's wrap this one up. Let's go around the room. Has anyone got any recommendations or anything that they learned on the podcast this week? We'll start at the bottom with my good friend who's so wrong about Superman 2, Don. <laughs> I'm Superman 2, Superman. Yeah. Colin, the movie. Yes. <laughs> well, what I learned this week by watching the Superman movie is really just how different our culture is from those times with the mm. little girl getting smacked because she dared tell her mother that Superman saved the cat. That's part of it. You obviously you know. never see my parenting. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, then we've got Lex Luthor's sidekicks. It's just, you know, casually saying, I might get smacked in the mouth for this. But so I was just, I was just culture shocked. I guess it's three years before I was born. I only saw it on TV, so I never saw the theatrical cut. So I don't even think I even heard the, they say hell a couple times in this movie. I didn't see that before. But nonetheless, the, just the culture shock is what I learned. 77 is just 8,000 worlds away from 2023. Okay. 
All right, Chris. Did I learn something? Or do you have a recommendation? I didn't learn anything. I had, yeah. Marvel's been doing these uh, Marvel Masterworks, but they've been doing these Mighty Marvel Masterworks. They're like six by nine mm-hmm. reprints of like classic stuff. There's, hmm. a, there's about 20 of them out right now. This Daredevil one just came out this week. Captain Marvel came out last month. They come out about once a month. The last of the Ditko Strange stuff came out. They're great. Ooh, you pre-order, the best, them at, pre-order them at a comic book store, you can get them for like eight bucks. They're a really good deal if you want those like classic stories. Plus, if you pay $8, you can kind of just skim over some of that Stan Lee captions. You don't have to read every single word. But yeah, I don't know. that's my recommendation. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me to read old Fantastic Four comics because they catch you up in every episode. And this is Reed Richards, and he has the you know they just they do it with every character and mm-hmm. set everything up. Yeah, every comic was somebody's first comic. That was yeah. That was the creed back then. So. For anybody that just came and picked one off the rack, they caught you up real quick, but Sorry. it wasn't real quick. No. But anyway, they're a lot of fun. Twenty pages. You spent three. Also, of them. if you get them, if you get them at the comic book store. As opposed to Amazon or something like that, you can get the like original art for like the covers. The new stuff's okay, but it's just like I don't know. Yeah. Pinups. When I had the Marvel Now app or whatever it was called, I never read anything new. If it it had to have been like below ninety five for me to even go in and read it. Hmm. All right. Well, then how about you, yeah. Ray? Did you learn anything, or do you have any recommendations? Hmm, did I learn anything? Yeah, I learned that you need to play longer uh, commercials, because I've had to pee for like an hour and a half. <laughs> That's why you're so quiet. Yeah, I'm like just trying to concentrate. I'm not going to piss myself. I don't know. I'd, Superman, the movie, I, I think, you guys hold it in such a high escalon, and I respect that. It is a good movie. It's not a bad movie by any means. It's just not for me. And I love Superman. You know what I mean? But it's just the pacing and the, the I don't know, it's just really corny to me. It is corny. It, yeah. it really is. Mm. It's just not for me. And I want to say positive things about it, but the action sequences are laughable. The wire work is is tolerable. You can, you can see glimmers, you know, like this little piece of metal. You know, you can see glimmers sometimes. It's just Superman, you know. It's, it's always going to be legendary. It's always going to be classic, but not in my heart. That's all. All right. It's a fair take. You, right. you agree with me, Ray. Yay. I'm a Jerry Curl Superman guy all the way, baby. Yeah, give, me that, give me the mullet Superman any day. <laughs> so there's two comments directed at you, JD, in the, in, the, in the chat here. Did you read Spider-Man Life Story by... Chip Zdarsky? No, I, yeah. I was recommended it, though. And it's on my list of stuff I got to read. I've heard it's very good. You should read that. It is very good. And off topic... Okay. Have I listened to the interview with Mike Tyson, Undertaker? It's really good. I it's an interview. I actually, I no, I have not. I actually would like to listen to that. Oops. <clears throat> I don't think I, Mike Tyson has ever been interviewed by anybody and not be entertained. That's true. Mike Tyson's a great interview. I think I love this movie still. I know it's got a good spot for me. You know, for me, character is more important than anything, and I think this movie has it in spades. It's it's flawed, but I like flaw. Like I like flaws in art. I think that's what makes art interesting. Like the, this quest to attain perfection just leads people to go crazy. So yeah. for me, it, it works. I like it a lot. As far as recommendations go, I just finished Black House by Stephen King, the sequel to The Talisman. Highly recommend that one for my, my constant reader King fans. It was really fun. And that's about it. I got to catch up on some TV, actually. So yeah. I'm, I'm way behind on that. Especially some Mandalorian. Uh, I know. Uh, I like binging. I like binging. Yeah. No. So 
Yeah, I'm going to just I'm gonna glom on to what JD said. There are good things about the original Superman. It's just it's now have been almost 50 years <laughs> since it was made. And, you know, we still haven't gotten a, as good Superman since, which is kind of sad. Yeah. N- not in a, in a live action version. Animated version, done. Perfect. TV version, almost oh, there. We just put a damn suit on, kid. But Smallville. Smallville. I love yeah. Smallville. Yeah. Oh, I like Smallville. I love the yeah. smaller scale stories. I do too. Yep. I, like, Smallville's fun. Smallville is fun. And then, like, listening to their podcast about it, I just, he seemed like really out of it the whole time. <laughs> but uh, so, my recommendation is going to be Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I started reading that. I'm actually like, I teared up a little bit. I was actually like, oh, that's, it's, because that's what I was told this is going to be the next thing. If James Gunn gets his way, Oh yeah, this the is Tom gonna King be the thing from last year. That is pretty good. Yeah, this is gonna be the comic that he like he's gonna base it off of. And if that's the case, it's gonna be pretty good. Okay. <laughs> it's basically just like because all the iterations of Supergirl I've seen, she's kind of like, oh, whimsical and doe-eyed. And this one, she's kind of <laughs> like, like if Audrey Plaza could play Supergirl, that's what I. Oh would my god. Of. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm so sick of this shit. <laughs> 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 it's like I just. Wanted to have a drink. That's the only reason I was here. And now I'm on a fucking quest. And, and the next panel, the wording is, and then everybody died. And like, I say fucking quest in the comic. It's like, like I had to blank out the word fucking. <laughs> but I was like, holy shit. All right, cool. Well, I'm buying it right now. Then on your, on your say so. Okay. How but about it, you? Yeah. Oh, God. It is pretty good. That's so far. Uh, John? I... Try not or to learn nothing. anything new. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, I'm an old dog. New tricks don't match, you know. But uh, well, now I'm going to read. Was it Woman of Tomorrow? Woman uh, of Tomorrow. Super, but otherwise, yeah, no, I don't know. There's only I only have one recommendation. It's oh, anime, okay. of course. But it, it's out of very infrequently do I come across something that's well worth watching. That's like brand new that they've converted to anime. This one's called The Magical Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess and the Magical genius. Or... John, John, John. Those yeah. names, man. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking what? title. Yeah, you love the title. Uh, the, the magical House. evolution of reincarnated princess and nine one one. Lady. That's it. Hey, anime is like sister brother, sister mother. Who does a thing? I know. Ask SJD. There's there's a lot of really neat magical. titles out there. Oh, it's a gag on the show at this point, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I keep bringing. I try to bring him the cream okay, of the cream. It. There it is. <laughs> but uh, it's it's the the storyline on this is like it's. I hope they have more seasons because it is just way deeper than you expect from from the standard cadre of anime. They're they're pushing out every you know was it every season now. This this is this makes you think a lot. And it, oh, and it hits, well, it hits okay. you in the field. came out. Okay. So there you go. All right. Well, some of us don't like to think. I learned that you can get seven nerds together and who all love comic book and superheroes and all can have varying opinions on what's considered one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Nice. Yeah. Oh, what's, love that, what's that, Ray? X gone. X gonna X- give it to you. Uh, it's, DM, it's DMX. Be, DMX. Yeah. But um, I. If you want t shirts, get, get, get jiggy with it, John. I <laughs> will recommend 
that you go to superherospeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Lame. Links to all our social media <laughs> to the top of the page. And of course, comic book reviews by our good friend Chris. I also will recommend that you go see Shazam! Fury of the Gods because that, boys and girls, is what we will be talking about next week on this podcast. Oh, I actually so, got to do something next week. Oh, okay. Until yeah, then. Little movies. Oh, Shazam's still a thing? Yep. As always. No. Thanks for watching. I'm done that you keep you caught in the door. Have a good week.